Need a podcast episode number 94 talking about season three, episode seven of 30 Rock. And we are coming off the heels of uh, me selecting a brand new NBA team. Lots of feedback from the listeners about who got picked. Of course, we'll talk about it all here with the man who is the creator of the 32 Fans podcast format. He is also the co-creator of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast and a man I called a fake Major League Baseball game this week, the great Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? What's going on, Rob? I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say like I called him a fake and then you're gonna insult me and I didn't know about it. I had no idea I, where you were going. You with called that. me a fake? You said I called him like you started saying, I don't know, you're oh, gonna say I like that you called me a fake baseball game, yeah. Yeah, although you abandoned me when we called the fake baseball game. Look, uh, that I am a very lucky person that I get to do so much of my work is stuff that I enjoy. But at some point, mm-hmm. I have a hard time legitimizing calling a fake, doing play-by-play on a fake baseball game for, you know, over an hour, sort of like, uh, just like putting, <laughs> like if if my wife found out that that's what I'm sp- doing up here when I was mm-hmm. supposed to be working, uh, her head would explode. So, you know, there's only so f- so much I can put off like other like phone calls and work responsibilities to call fake baseball game. That's not even yeah, a, a, prob- a Rob is a podcast probably, episode. I, I can't even call it like a loss leader, like just a straight like waste of your time. It wasn't even my but podcast. Then, yeah. Wasn't even your podcast. And then... But then it was me and Chester. Then Chester. I listened to the whole uh, thing. Chester's pregnant wife said, you have to go pick up the boys from uh, from uh, camp or school or wherever they are, because, uh, you know, she like your wife works, I think, nights and she's yeah. a doctor. And 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 then I said, no, you can't go. And I said, fine, if your wife will announce the game with me, because I can't be my by myself. I've never done a podcast by myself before. And she said, fine. And within 30 seconds, she got sick of me and literally shut the Zoom. Yeah. So she actually uh, kind of called you me. a loser too, Dr. Jen. Uh, she basically yes. said, oh, what are you doing? She's like, you're, you're, uh, you know, um, <laughs> calling people playing a video game. And, and then it's like, no, 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 no. Or, or she thought you were, we were playing a video game. She yeah. thought you were even a bigger loser when you revealed that, no, we're actually just like uh, calling a baseball game that the computer is playing. Yeah, I also I told her, and I think she believed. Like I said, no, a hundred thousand people are going to watch it, even though the true answer was probably closer to like one thousand. But then she still had no problem just shutting, you know, shutting me out, yeah. and then <laughs> I had to announce the rest of the game by myself. Yeah, okay. How I, did I do as a I had solo a great time. announcer. I, that was uh, one of the highlights of my week. I hope we can do it again. Oh sometime. wow! Uh, so that was that was Low very light fun. Was last night when uh, Edwin Diaz blew blew yes, a save for the Mets. Yes, uh, that you know, if if you would have told me once upon a time Edwin Diaz would blow his first save of the year on July 25th, I would have been a very happy man. But that was not actually my reaction. But Akiva, uh, yeah. We're very ha- we're chuffed to bits right now because we have a legendary Renap personality joining us here for the very first time because she was the winner of the inaugural Renap Royal Rumble here, making her Renap debut. Here is the great Melissa Denny. 
<laughs> Hello, you're champion here. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. I've been getting messages ever since then being like, so when are you going to join? When are you going to join? And it just it just never happened. I mean, this is, this is a topic, though, that I can get behind for okay. sure. Okay. All right. Melissa, have we ever podcast not about Big Brother? I feel like did you I do this week in survivor did you do uh, were you on that no okay you, would, you wouldn't not. go and uh you know uh it, it would be beneath you to do this week in survivor right right of course totally <laughs> i'm just kidding i i just feel like i'm not knowledgeable enough i mean like i should be knowledgeable enough about survivor to come and talk about it since i've literally been watching since season one and i had a survivor birthday party when i was mm-hmm. like 12 or 10 or something and uh but you know i just i don't feel as comfortable talking about survivor as i do big brother just because i feel like i'm i for whatever reason i just feel like everyone else knows way more than me mm-hmm. okay i don't know why i feel that way but that's why akiva do we know is this melissa using her money in the bank pass or is this in addition yes. to melissa's money in the bank pass No, this is her money in the bank pass <laughs> that she'd come on any episode what we eventually did because after a while first i wanted to ask you guys a question as I just spilled my tea all over myself. Are you okay? Um, Did you get burned? Yeah. Luckily, I forgot to drink it, so it got cold, and then I spilled it. Um, I, when do you think the Royal Rumble happened? Because I had a guess, and I was not correct. So do you guys have a guess yeah, when this Royal Rumble happened? about happen? a year ago. I'd say it would happen. That's what I was going to say, yeah. about a year ago? I'll say it was, the, I was, it was gonna this guess week 2018. I thought it was like January 2019, like mm-hmm. late 2018. When uh, was it? It was September 1st. It's September been less 1st. than a year. So. Less than a year. Mo- Melissa's cashing in, I think, 10, you know, 11 months or whatever. I was going to say, I think it was a year ago because I remember it being around. I was on a trip for uh, it was uh, what was it? Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was getting all of a sudden bombarded with a ton of messages about how I won. And I was like, what did I win? What's going on? I had no clue. And so then I'm sitting there in the car as we're like driving and I start playing the Royal Rumble like podcast so I could hear about everything that happened and everyone was like what is this um but i was very excited about my wins yes so yeah well congratulations again melissa on your uh, big you. win in the first royal rumble melissa do you feel like th- should there be a second royal rumble oh absolutely okay all right good i mean i need to defend my title <laughs> is there someone you want to call out, Melissa, for, you know, because we also we're thinking about doing a rumble, but also having a couple like regular singles type matches. Is there someone oh. you want to call out? You don't have to decide right now, but like maybe we could get a beef going with someone else. Like you did make the final two with Liana, right? You're and see, for people we don't, don't have know, a beef. We don't have a beef. Yeah, and I no. feel like that, that's that's manufactured. People think that there's some sort of beef there and there is not. We talk all the time, but uh, well, not all the time, but you know what I mean? Mm hmm. And uh, but I do feel like there's beef with Brent. Ooh. <laughs> I'm calling right, well, him out. Yeah. All right. Let's, just because, just because. No, it's nothing real. It's just because when we did uh, when we played uh, sequester, he targeted me. Yeah. So okay, maybe there could be some sort of like triple threat ladder match with Taryn. Also, maybe that could. Be, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, good. A, that's a, a good match for uh, Renatomania. Yes. So Melissa famously won the podcast sort of reality search, right? For uh, who wants to be the next yes. RHP podcaster? This is probably now three, four years back at this point. Yeah, it was it actually. Like it, at least. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was 2016. Actually, uh, people people said that that was uh, one. one I'm not. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> strange to make a 2016 election. Joke. Such a chapter uh, but, joke. Also, uh, the worst thing that happened. Too mean. No. Yeah. Yeah. The. Um, but so I, I want to know, Melissa, like you won the Royal Rumble. 
which, mm-hmm. you know, again, you were not really aware was happening till afterwards. <laughs> Are you just a person who wins things? Like, you do always win contests? No, I never win. So this was a big Same. deal for me. Yeah, This is a huge deal because uh, I just, I never win things. And I didn't think I was going to win the, you know, So You Think You Can podcast competition, like whatsoever. I thought every single week I was going to get kicked out. So <laughs> it tur- it was a very big surprise. Okay. But I'm very happy. All right. grateful. <laughs> well, we had said to Melissa, tell us some shows that you want to talk about. And then I think they went to a vote, right, Akiva? Yeah, I think she said 30 Rock Community. Uh, she wants to do Curb, but we, we, were, we had already just talked about it. We just mm-hmm. missed having her on the Curb podcast. Uh, I didn't know that was her thing. And then do you remember the other shows, Melissa? I think we put four in a poll. I don't remember. I also wanted to talk about Happy Endings, but then you guys informed me that it had to be a show that went for three seasons mm-hmm. and happy endings I think was on each, or it had to have three a season three episode seven or whatever and so mm-hmm. I had to it was kind of tough because I couldn't pick like freaks and geeks and stuff like that I had to pick stuff that could last uh, three seasons okay actually happy endings did last three seasons all right maybe uh, for the return trip did it go seven episodes <laughs> in season three maybe not I have the no idea strike or something no I don't I think that was afterwards okay I don't know all right so 30 Rock, Season 3, Episode 7, Senior Macho Solo from uh, January 8th, 2009. But I guess let's let's talk some big picture 30 Rock before we get into uh, the events from uh, this particular episode. Melissa, can you talk about your love for 30 Rock? I love 30 Rock. That is one of the shows. I mean, I've rewatched it so many times. Like, I wish I had just recently done a rewatch because then I could, like, be way more knowledgeable on it. But... Basically, I, I've seen it like many, many times the whole way through. Um, it's it's so good and it holds up. I think it totally holds up. And it's just the jokes are just so fast paced. Um, I, I started watching it not when it first premiered, but I started watching it like my freshman year of college. Um, and that so that was um, probably like t- late 2008 early Mm -hmm. 2009 is when I started and I was just like obsessed and I just, you know, I watched ever since and multiple, multiple viewings. It's just, it's so good. I love it. Okay. Akiva, what's your relationship with 30 Rock? It's weird because I'm a completist. So usually if I like a show, I watch the whole thing or I never check it out once or I, you know, I don't, if I try it once and it's not for me, but this is one of the only shows where I was in and out. I'd watch an episode if it was on and I would like it. But I would never be like, all right, you know, 8.30 next week, I'm going to be here Thursday night, or I'm just making up whatever time it aired, uh, to watch 30 Rock. So I've seen, I never saw this episode. I've seen probably 20, 30 episodes. But I, I was not like a, a 30 Rock stand. Maybe, you know, there would be a good sort of quarantine binge. What about you, Rob? Okay, so uh, I've been thinking a lot about 30 Rock uh, leading up to this podcast, because that is a show that I actually had like a very like, deep relationship with. Uh, I was not like a day one 30 Rock person, but um, at the time uh, that uh, 30 Rock was in its early days, the first, uh, you know, year two, year three, right around the time of this episode, uh, this is when I really attempted to mount a foray into writing for television, and I had to write a spec script. And I decided that 30 Rock was going to be the show that I wanted to write a spec script about. So I got way deep into 30 Rock where I was not only, you know, uh, watching like I went back and watched the entire run of the series and I was sort of like uh, watching the show every single week uh, very closely because I wanted to make sure like, hey, 
hope they don't do anything that's in my spec script because that'll ruin <laughs> my spec script. If anybody's ever done that before, then you have to watch the show every single week and hope they don't do the, but the by coincidence, the same exact thing you wrote in your script or, you, or, or your hard work is garbage. That's so crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But Rob, can you tell us what what your spec script like? What yeah, the plot I want to know. Uh, you know, I'd and if you could read a few lines, we would love that. Actually, <laughs> I, I'd have to real uh, maybe for maybe for next week. Uh, I'd have to think about uh, what it is. I'm sure that I have uh, copies of it around here. Somewhere. You know what maybe. you should do is have people act it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I again, I don't think it's that great. I honestly, I have no idea if it if it holds up. Uh, maybe I could look in my uh, g- search my Gmail and see if I have like a draft that I sent somebody. I've had this uh, my Gmail address for a very long time, and uh, maybe there's a like a, a PDF version of it from like uh, 2008 somewhere. As uh, maybe I'll, I'll look for that as we're going along here. But that is um, so amazing. But to me, 30 Rock is a show where that Akiva, I would love to see the stats on this. I feel like it was never a audience hit. It was like a, mm-hmm. it was critically acclaimed, but I feel like it was probably never a top 15 show on television. And I also feel like that it is a show that probably with uh, Melissa, please uh, forgive me, but I think it probably went on about three years too long and i think that very few Blasphemy. people you're wrong very few will hear me out <laughs> hear me out Melissa, and then, and then i want to hear uh, your rebuttal but i just feel like that uh in terms of a show that people stuck with uh, i just feel like that it was just it's guest star of the week for you know uh like to you know infinity through the seven seasons and it was a show where you know, there was no sort of growth among the characters. Like everybody is kind of, uh, you know, even even Liz, I, I feel like does not really change much from season one all the way. And, and I really I have no recollection of how the series ended. I remember it was like a really like weirdo finale. And I, I could not tell you like what the character arc is of any of the but principles Liz of the show. Children. Yeah, she that she but adopts it, children. She gets married, right? But that's that sort of ending? like, but that was like sort of like just like a tack on scene, right? It wasn't like a like the plot of like the, the final season, the end of the show, right? Well, also I like do they go feel to the, like the, the show ends. Spoiler alert! Like they flash forward to the future. Yeah, I mean, I do feel though, like for a comedy, I'm not so keen on seeing like. I mean, I feel like this is a different sort of comedy than like a comedy like Friends is a comedy where it's like 30 Rock is intended to be like just a comedy, whereas Friends is like a kind of a dramedy because like you're watching the the relationship between these people and you're like, you know, you it's a will they or won't they with Ross and Rachel. And it's just like, I, I just do feel like 30 Rock is kind of different in that way where it's like, if there's too much change, then you're they're no longer like, you know, working i mean because i i don't know i guess like friends is more of a relational relationship based comedy whereas 30 rock is like if they all move on and do other things like they're no longer like at the workplace together and they're no longer i mean the scenarios come from that sort of work relationship Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah 
Okay, I, I did manage to find my spec oh my script, God. Uh, and now it's it's, well, ama- it's amazing that like uh, you could write write something and then and then ten years later have no recollection <laughs> of what it's like. I, I should have to... Rob, if we played a podcast from six months ago from the show, we yeah, wouldn't I remember. Guess so. I wouldn't at least. I guess so. Yeah, and um, in the so okay, it's coming back to me a little bit. So in the plot that uh, Jenna Maroney is, uh, she was cast on something that was um like some sort of like a uh, fandom uh like tv series um she's ex- she's excited about it. it's like a new hit on nbc uh i see here on the second page uh jack donaghy describes it's like twilight meets harry potter meets heroes before it jumped the shark uh and they want jenna to shoot back to back four more episodes this month so heroes had already jumped the shark uh at this point i guess heroes was probably off the air uh by that point uh so yeah jenna maroney i think was very excited but then i think what ends up happening is that i think that like then like the fans of the show it's uh like the the fans of like this uh sort of like a very cult uh audience show end up like really like weirding her out i think there's uh, <laughs> a big plot point like there's like a a big like sh- they end up like like um having like a convention or uh, something like that Something to that degree. Do you want to read from a page, Rob? Just open no, up I don't think it's going to play. I don't think it's. Oh, I know it's not going to play. Why do you yeah. think we're, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe Melissa. We have. Do you know Frail Mary? Our friend Frail Mary. Yes, I do. So uh, we have. So Mary has been working for about two years on a um, a fan fiction, basically a you know a spec script version of this podcast, where she has. I think people playing versions of us. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work. Oh so it's God, been like a running amazing. through line for we're almost up to episode 100. It's been there the whole way. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, That's I, dedication. Uh, yeah. I, should we have a Robin Akiva spec script, Robert? Or is that too close to what Frail Mary's been working on? <laughs> well, it, the thing is, if Frail Mary's thing never materializes, then it's not too close. Yeah, like, we if don't this know. actually I, that, happens, the, there would be like a big difference between that and the Frail Mary uh, fan fiction. Maybe maybe we're lighting the fire under our feet by even mentioning Rob. You mentioned that um, Thirty Rock wasn't super popular. I wa- let me let me give a little ratings check here. Yeah, this is a segment on uh, when we do season three. Cool. Let, let me like put my uh, flag in the ground on uh, okay. Thirty Rock ratings. So uh, I said uh, I thought it was never higher than uh, TV's fifteenth highest rated show. Uh, yeah, they would have killed for that. Yeah. Uh, first of all. You know, Melissa, were you watching it live every week? Mm, no. It, not even by the end, because what I'm looking at here is, I mean, this show had three or four different time slots per season. Like they really, there's one season out of seven where it has uh, one time slot and one season where it has two, meaning five out of the seven seasons, it literally has three different time slots. So they were willing to put it on anywhere, Thursday at nine, Wednesday at eight, yeah. Thursday at 10. Uh, I mean, it's, it's on different confusing. nights. It's crazy. Yeah, I it's think, too confusing so. when they do that with shows. That's why, like, I just rely on either watching the next day on on like stream it the next day, or it's like DVR'd. Yeah, but in 2006, you couldn't know. even do that, right? Yeah. Like, that's why people, they lost people. It bounced there, there around. Was no... uh, I think that they tried to, you know, draft off the success of The Office, which I think mm-hmm. ended up being uh, a much more, you know, successful show in the ratings. And then also, I think that The Office in, in longevity, I think, has uh, really, like, lived on where I know Melissa has gone back and rewatched it. I feel like that, that is uncommon that people go and, and do a 30 Rock binge. I 
strongly disagree. I, mean, I know many people who watch 30 Rock multiple, multiple times. Okay. Maybe it's just well, in, my, in my circle. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. She has a 30 Rock uh, WhatsApp group and, uh, and a whole... Yeah, not that there's anything she's wrong with it. I, with 30 I, Rock it was a show that I loved at one point in time. I just feel like that... Uh, I have found that like I don't remember very much from the last three or four seasons, and I feel like it's not a show that I hear that people... Even like Community, which was another one of... Uh, Melissa's picks to do like I feel like that I've heard a lot of people recently talking about how they've gone gone back and done a, a community well, to binge. be fair it's the first time community has been like available okay. on Netflix right yes. or wasn't that like the big thing was that and that's why I recently did a community rewatch mm-hmm. um, because uh, and also they just oh no is that they just did like a an episode or something. They just did like a. Uh, oh yeah, they did like a mini reunion. reunion all these, yeah, all these um, shows mm-hmm. have been coming on uh, and doing these like YouTube like yeah. reads or like a new episode or whatever. Um, and they did that. They actually did that with Thirty Rock recently. Yeah, they did. But I haven't seen it with Thirty Rock. It was actually like a promotional thing that was shot to launch uh, Peacock. That they ended up. I, I I'm not sure if it, it was if it was even shot like pre quarantine. But it was basically like an infomercial for uh, the Peacock app, which they marketed as some sort of 30 Rock reunion. The fact that they um, are calling it Peacock anyway, like, I swear that's a 30 Rock joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to say, like, we don't, I, I just remember, like, there was some, I don't know, there was some episode on 30 Rock where they were like, we're no longer referring it to referring to it as NBC. It's now Peacock or something. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, actually, they're doing that. It's crazy. Mm hmm. Such yeah. a bad name. Okay. Uh, Kivo, tell us some more about the yeah. 30 Rock ratings. Okay. So the first season, uh, it was 100 second out of the top 100. And, and you figure, all right, year two, they had the big jump. No, nope, 111. It went backwards. Um, they, it averaged six and a half. The third year was by far its best year. It, it had uh, uh, seven and a half million viewers. It was 69th in the ratings. And then by season six, it had dropped to 130. Mm-hmm. And the final two seasons, it had four and a half million viewers. But it's a show that I think if you look at then the like oh, the awards, like I, I feel like it w- probably won 30 Emmys. It, it won a lot of Emmys. And what I remember from the time was anytime there would be articles online where it would be like 30 Rock commercials are really expensive. Why? Because it has the wealthiest uh, a viewership of any show on television by like a mile. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, Survivor was like, you know, a, a household income was like sixty five thousand, and Thirty Rock was like one hundred thirty fourth. It was just insane compared to the other shows. Yeah. Um. So I don't know why, but it skewed like you know the very elite sort of viewership, and and it uh yeah it won Emmys and it uh you know and it had rich viewers, but it never had a big viewership. I want to ask you guys a question. Yes. Um, I'll start with Melissa. Melissa, do you like Alec Baldwin? That is a very tough one because I love Jack Donaghy, but I know Alec Baldwin is problematic in real life. Um, and so like, problematic at best, I guess. Um, so that's a really tough one. Like I love the character Jack Donaghy and I honestly think like his lines are probably some of the funniest in the show. Um, and especially in this episode, I thought he had an excellent episode. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's he's a problematic guy and he's done some problematic things. And I feel like there's always some some issue with him. 
So I try mm-hmm. to kind of separate <laughs> Jack Donaghy from uh, Alec Baldwin in real life. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you think, Rob? Because I, I mean, it's interesting because oh, Mrs. Cullen problematic because I do think when uh, some of, you know, a few weeks ago when things were happening, like they, I think they removed like four different episodes from, I guess it would be Peacock now because was listen blackface maybe, or, all sorts of crazy things oh, that they took out of it. I Jenna was in blackface. Oh, Jenna, but it sorry. Was, yeah, but it was a, it was like a Halloween costume. It was the two black swans, where one of them was black swan, and Jenna dressed up as a like football player who is black, whose last name is Swan. I don't know football. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn Swan, but er- probably, Eric Swan from the nineties. Somebody, yeah. Um, and so that that sort of joke, and then there's like I think there was another one. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, Akiva, are you an Alec Baldwin fan? I feel like I used to be. Like, I remember I went to the theater and I saw State in Maine. Is that the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. And like, he's in there and he's. I was like, oh, I love Alec Baldwin. But, you know, then the th- the thing came out with his daughter, which was like, that's you know, a long pretty time unforgivable. Ago. I know. Maybe, truthfully, yeah, maybe that happened Yeah, but it still stays first. in your mind. That's bad, yeah. though. That's it stays bad. in my mind like- for sure. Yeah, I have a kid that age. I, I feel like I wouldn't do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, probably not. I mean, yeah, he's had a million a million things of uh, that he has, you know, fights with like reporters on the, the media or, all the time. Yeah, yeah. paparazzi and so he has got a uh, a million things. That, that that's Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting he sort of never got canceled. He's always like on the precipice of cancellation, but it never really <laughs> happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true actually. Akiva, you want to throw out a number for total Emmy nominations for 30 Rock as a series. Noms, not wins. Total. I'm going to say, tr- yeah. say triple digits. Seven season, I'm going to say 114. That's a great guess. Uh, 103. Oh wow. my God. I believe one, did they was it the, the Wire at zero? Uh, I think The Wire had one minor like tech, <laughs> tech nom. Crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I don't know how many, how much hardware that is on 100 and, 103 Emmys nominations. It. How much? Did, how many did they win? I, you know, I, I don't see it uh, quickly here. Um, but yeah, 100, 103. How close is Alec Baldwin to when he got? And mm. I guess Tina, uh, Tina Fey. Does he have the Tony? I, I, I don't think he's won. I, he I, I doubt he's won an Oscar either. No, he I definitely think, hasn't won an yeah. Oscar. I think he's pretty, he's pretty uh, far off. But he could do he could do like a supporting role. He could win an Oscar. I don't think that's I think that of... Oscar would be very attainable if they ever uh, open Broadway again for Alec. I Baldwin. didn't know he was not. I didn't know. Okay, so he has noms in a, for an Oscar for the Cooler, which wasn't so good if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I think that's he, uh, kind of a he classic was nominated movie. And uh, Streetcar Named Desire, ninety-two. So he has a Tony nomination and an Oscar nomination. So he, uh, and he's got an Emmy. Does he have a ton of a, Golden Globes? Nobody cares about those. A, a million. The, yes. I, That's you know what like it is? That you, it's one step of like 40, 40 voters. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's, he's good at that. Yeah. yeah. But he won Best Actor the first, uh, three of the first four seasons the show was on for 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm he sure he doesn't Tina have a Grammy though. Right? There's, no. I mean, unless he did some sort of spoken like word. Like audio book. Uh, yeah, yeah, like an audio You could get a cheap Grammy. We went through the EGOT winners a few weeks ago, Melissa. There are some cheap Grammys out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I he believe does not it. have one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so that uh, that's that's 30 Rock, basically, uh, in, a, in a nutshell. I, I do think that the success of 30 Rock, uh, that bringing all of this, like, A-list celebrity talent, though, 
Listen, I, I think that it ended up being something that was a drain on the series where that it really it was like uh, almost like a show like The the Love Boat, where it was just like, uh, and not that I'm a love boat guy, but I feel like it was just all about like who the guest star is and trying to shoehorn plots in for like every single person who wants to be a guest on 30 Rock. What do you think of that? What's funny is that the guest stars on 30 Rock, at, at least from what I remember, end up getting like nominated for mm-hmm. like Emmys yeah. like, for their work. Another and it's reason like, to come on, get that EGOT. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I feel like they do a good job and everything, but it is a little bit like, okay, I do want to see just like the main cast. However, I loved Elizabeth Banks in it mm-hmm. when she played Avery Jessup. She was great. Um, and I feel like, I mean, Elaine Stritch is great. And there are some other uh, guest stars in there that, that really did like great jobs but it's just like it does kind of take away because i mean especially like in this episode you know Salma hayek she she was great or whatever and she got really great reviews for doing this like sort of um what is it that's not care this arc with Jack art, Donaghy. Yeah. um but i just couldn't really i i just never really got into their like romance or whatever so i was kind of just like okay like Let's move on. So, I mean, it does take away a little bit, but I don't know. It's... Yeah. I don't know. Melissa, does Liz Lemon have one great love interest through the course of the series? Like, if you were going to say... Does she end up with, with one person? I know she she has, like, a, almost like a, it's a Seinfeldian uh, number of Isn't boyfriends. Is there a beeper guy? Doesn't What's the deal with the beeper guy? James Marsden? Is, is that, that who she ends up with? Is that it? I thought she ended up with uh, James Marsden, um, but she uh, she has like a string of boyfriends, and you know, um, and remember his name? Well, James Marsden played a character called Crisscross, and I thought that was so funny. But anyway, um, I love because of the band or the guy who sings uh, Sailing. I don't, I don't know. I always thought of it as the band, but I don't know. Uh, he, she, I think she ended up with him, but she also dated Floyd, who was um, Jason Sudeikis, right? And then she dated um, John Ham yes. when he was the super confident doctor. Yes. Um, who's the guy who's then, in the commercial, the insurance commercials? Oh, uh, uh, Dennis. Yes. Dennis. I don't know who the actor's name. Yeah. Isn't, what, there, I, isn't there a beeper guy, Melissa? Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. And he always calls her, um, oh God, what does he call her? Stupid. No, he calls her <laughs> something else. <laughs> um, uh, dummy. 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 Hey, dummy. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, and, Akiva, uh, what, <laughs> what wait, insurance company? Wait, but there's that company? one episode. Uh, wait, he, it's Allstate, right? Or no? Is, is that, that's a good question, right? He's in a million commercials. Oh What's the insurance company? I'm not sure. A farm? Wait. Geico? No, it's probably a lizard if it's Geico. Oh my god! Wait, what is it? It's. Pro- I think it's. Is it Progressive? No, that's no, Flo. It's, that's Flo. There's a lot of insurance. It's the one where he now. plays the um, all the oh god. Yeah. People are yelling at their <laughs> at their uh, podcast right now. I know they literally are. What is it? Okay, Who's the so, beeper yes, guy. He does. Um. So his name is <laughs> he's Mayhem in Allstate. I oh I got it right. Yes, Allstate. I said Allstate Dean first. Gerard Winters. Yes, he always plays the um. And then they did a an they did a commercial with with, with, um, uh, with Tina Fey and him. Yes, that, yeah, that's um, so funny. 
Melissa, but there's that one episode, there's that one tag at the end of the episode where, you know, where Liz goes to the dentist and then um, all her boyfriends, she like, it's on Valentine's Day and she imagines all her boyfriends as the um, like Jamaican, I think they're Jamaican, uh, like front desk workers, females. And so then you have, uh, you've got John Hamm and Jason Sudeikis and God, the guy who plays Dennis, uh, all acting as women. What about Matt Damon? With these accents, and it's so funny. Oh yeah, Matt Damon, the pilot. Yeah. And then they they get in a fight on the flight, <laughs> and they can't take off. Okay, guys. Yeah, Why sorry. were they so good at getting like big guest stars for a show that wasn't popular? Like, is Tina Fey because who's calling in these favors? One, it's sort of like I think it's like a Lorne Michaels Jason thing. So it's sort of okay. like uh, you know, maybe it's like a lot of people that have a relationship with SNL. So it's the same booking people, probably. I believe it's also Lorne Michaels is uh, executive producer of the show, and then also people get nominated for Emmys. Hmm. I mean, the, the show was super well-respected. I mean, it still is super well-respected. But do you think even at the time, like, it was known as a good show, but it was just not, not like, there in the ratings is really what I, mm-hmm. I understood it at, to be at the time. Was that, like, everybody was... Well, at least everyone I knew, like, was talking about it. And I saw posts about it everywhere. And I, like, you know, people would, you know, talk about it, about mm-hmm. how, like, that's such a great show and da-da-da-da-da. And, uh... And so I was like, okay, I have to check this out. But like, it wasn't, I mean, it's not like Big Bang Theory or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like hey, a rating. Akita's wife is a big, big Bang Theory fan. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh, For real. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think maybe it's not a good to show. the single camera format, uh, you know, uh, not as like widely, uh, you know, uh, adopted and popular at this early time in 2006, where still the, uh, you know, multi-camera sitcom format, laugh track, like uh, all all these things like uh, help these uh, a show reach a, uh, you know, a wider and bigger office makes it more accessible to people as opposed to a show like 30 Rock, which is, uh, you know, super fast and, uh, you know, dealing with things like behind the scenes of writing a television show that maybe are not as accessible to every single person that might be checking it out. I also think the fact that it's so quick paced is it helps is what helps it hold up um, after all these years is that like on a rewatch you catch a bunch of stuff that you maybe didn't see the first time or like you know it's it's not boring to rewatch it because the jokes aren't all the same like you notice new things and so it's it feels like you're watching a new episode every time at least for me yeah i definitely feel like that it's an important show and a show that influenced a lot of what would uh come after 30 rock and it probably was you know ahead of its time that i felt like it it was uh, a show that really probably like 30 rock and arrested development which was a couple of years earlier the first like live action shows to start to use like the family guy like cutaway comedy like hey this reminds me of that time that i was uh you know auditioning to be a bear on the weather channel like and then they (laughs) cut to seeing Mm -hmm. like uh just like throw in jokes yeah do you know that on family guy i've listened to a couple of podcasters who worked on family guy that i I don't know if they still do it but in its heyday they had a separate room where like a bunch of writers would go in and just think of those Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that was separate from the guys who would write each episode that's so funny i mean bear bear weatherman jokes how do they think of that stuff too i feel like it's just uh, like a bunch of non sequiturs that like you just have to think of these like funny scenarios or something like i i don't even know 
Um, Rob uh, and Melissa. So when a Thirty Rock started in 2006, if you remember, yeah. there was dueling fake yes, SNL shows yes. that yes. started together. Studio so, 60 speak, on this yeah. Sunset Strip, right? Yes. That was so, yeah. so, and they were both very fast paced, right? This is a very sort of Gilmore Girlsy comedy and that everyone's talking a mile a minute and moving really quickly. And of course, because that's an Aaron Sorkin show, even more so, right? Everyone's doing the walking, mm-hmm. talking thing that he loves to do. Did either of you guys watch or like that show? I watched a few episodes. I did not quite love it. I was excited about it because Matthew Perry was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I, I loved him in Friends. And so I was like, ooh, I'm interested. But it just didn't, didn't quite do it for me, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It was a show where I think that there was like too much gravitas about like what really goes on. But it's Aaron Sorkin. Uh, yeah, I know. But it was like, I feel like that the the newsroom is going to be like a better fit for that. Whereas like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's a sketch comedy show. It was mm-hmm. not like the weight of the world uh, going on of like uh, people like telling Matthew Perry, like, you can't put that social commentary into that sketch. Like, yeah, I, no, we need to. The world is watching. Where mm-hmm. it's, it's still it's an SNL sketch, but that's I do think that's a, that is an NBC thing because you know I, I I worked at NBC for four years and we shared a floor with SNL and the attitude not just there and you could see it you know uh, like from what they were doing but like the, the attitude at the whole company is like we are more I, I like the when we were live on air it was a more serious environment than like my friends who are doing surgery like it is everyone takes themselves so seriously there Mm -hmm. um i I just think it's like it's a it's a company-wide thing and nbc more than any of the other channels so it's like they do think of the whole you know atmosphere lauren has created for you know 40 years there is like this does matter it's us against the world like we you know we do have to say these things and that's aaron sorgan style too so it's like the you know the uh i i the self-seriousness of of you know the fake SNLs even like you know bearing out of what what you know people like Tina Fey were on the real SNL like that's mm-hmm. what it is every week I feel like okay should we talk about season three episode seven and talk about yeah. what's going on here in uh, Senior Macho Solo <laughs> also known as McRib <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. In Senior Macho Solo, uh, there's uh, a couple of different uh, stories. You know, it might be easier to let me borrow this uh, device from the brand new Pawnee Public Radio uh, Parks and Rec uh, rewatch podcast started by a friend of the show, Hannah Lil Nesson and Will Sondheim of... Um, maybe it'd be better to sort of rather than there's so many scenes rather than a scene by scene breakdown. Like maybe let's talk about like the A story, B story and C story of uh this episode and i i guess that uh, we'd say probably the liz storyline is the a story of uh this uh particular episode and it involves a guest star who i don't think at the time was billed as a special guest star but on a rewatch certainly is one of the more notable uh guest stars that will end up seeing because he was billed as a guest star as known from the station agent and (laughs) Because he wasn't on Game of Thrones at the time. And you know what's really interesting is... Yeah, it's Peter Dinklage. uh, Oh, sorry. Yes, Peter (laughs) Dinklage, um, in case you guys didn't know. Um, I went on the AV Club, like, recap um, Mm -hmm. 
like written recap of this episode. And the first comment is literally like, hey, I don't know if you guys... It's from 2009. They're like, I don't know if you guys... If there's any Song of Ice and Fire uh, fans here, but you know who'd be really good in that would be Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. Wow. And, like, that's literally the first comment. And it's so funny because it's all the way back in 2009. And they didn't even call it like Game of Thrones or anything like that. They literally like called it the name of the book because it wasn't Game of Thrones yet. Right. For the book mm-hmm. series, I guess. It wasn't the TV show yet. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that guy like that Farm so Guy 420, he yeah. cast Game of Thrones. It's insane. It's crazy. I mean, like, it makes sense because, you know, it, Peter Dinklage is so great. And, you know, he's really, he was, he's probably one of the most well-known, like, little people actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, so it totally fits and he's great in the part. But, like, I just thought it was so funny that they absolutely called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peter Dinklage, I probably would have uh, had him best known as uh, being from Elf uh, at the time of the airing <laughs> of this episode in 2009. That's so funny. Now he's a he's a megastar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to end up having a uh, little bit of a relationship uh, with Liz in this episode. I do not believe he's still in the picture by the time we get to season three, episode eight. Uh, but it's a storyline that uh, Akiva, I don't know if this uh, holds up super great uh, where <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that Liz has baby fever so much to the point where that uh, she is uh, stealing shoes from uh, like uh, toddlers that fall on the floor. And then she's also like going up to like young children on the street and sort of uh, rubbing their hair. And then when she does this to Peter Dinklage, he turns around and he's a grown up. And then she has to then awkwardly act like she is romantically interested in him. And then it turns out that he's actually uh, kind of a catch. He works at the U.N. Uh, Seems like he's a sophisticated guy. But Liz can't stop her impulses of mothering Peter Dinklage as a little person. It's so bad. <laughs> it's it's probably Akiva's speechless. He's uh, a no, no. I, I, it's it's funny because you were talking about how the show is. You know, you didn't see a lot of growth from the characters as you watched the seven seasons, and it's like the show. Thirty Rock is so committed to jokes. Like and, and even, we podcast about Seinfeld. We have a new. You, we, that is not yeah. a, a a must for us. No growth. No, hugging, no learning. Like yeah. we don't. Yeah, there was no growth. People got worse as the show went on. <laughs> if anything, yeah. Um, but like Liz is, you know, Tina Fey, it's like, oh, America's Sweetheart, everyone likes Tina Fey. Like, Liz Lemon is, like, irredeemably insane uh, in, in a lot of these. Like, the fact that she just, like, they're going to say, like, okay, our main character is going to have a purse full of shoes, right? <laughs> like, that's a crazy decision to make. Except, like, hey, they're not stealing rough. if you find them on the floor. It's true. <laughs> they're not stealing if you find them on the floor, but, like, it, she, you know, they will, Third Rock only cares about the jokes, right? Like, they do not care about about like uh, you know advancing plot forward, everything really moves back to the to where it was beforehand at the end of the episode, and like they don't care about like making Liz you know look you know necessarily good in any light. Like she is clearly the bad guy here. Yeah. So something that's interesting about Thirty Rock um, is that I do feel like you know so a lot of comedies they'll have like the the straight man or straight woman if you will, um, whoever it is, the straight person, the nucleus, yeah. Uh, and I do think 30 Rock is very interesting in that they don't really have that. It Ooh. like really varies each episode. Like mm-hmm. some episodes you'll have Liz as like clearly the straight person. Some episodes you'll have, you know, um, Jack as the straight person or even Jenna sometimes. I mean, I kind of feel like Jenna in this episode was a little bit the straight person in um, her scenes with Liz. So it's kind of interesting that like you'll always have it kind of rotates. So like some episodes like Jack will be like insane and crazy. Um, and some episodes, Liz, like this one, will be crazy. And 
then you'll go to the next episode and she'll be like the normal one. And I think it's kind of interesting how it just kind of kind of switches throughout each episode. Yep. Melissa, could I make an observation about Liz Lemon, which I think is interesting one uh, to uh, look at her as a character across the arc of the series that I feel like that Liz does not really have like her her sole purpose is like, hey, I, I, I'm I'm very I'm career focused and very focused on sort of like uh, keeping TGS on the air for another week. And she's like very much driven of like, hey, we got to get to, you know, this week's show. But she doesn't really seem to have any drive of like, hey, TGS needs to be number one. She doesn't seem to have any drive to do anything beyond uh, TGS. Do you feel like that as a, as a person in the show, like should Liz Lemon's uh, desire to have been something great, do something greater than TGS ultimately? Um, I do feel like I get what you're saying at the same time, though. It's like, well, if Liz's aspirations are like, I'm going to do a move on from TGS and do a better show. Then that kind of like eliminates the workplace aspect of it. Um, I mean, you do see in what my favorite 30 rock episode, which is the um, deal breakers talk show Mm -hmm. number zero, zero, zero one episode. um, She is supposed to do something bigger than herself by being the star of a talk show. And then she just uh, totally blows it. Um, so there, there is like some hints of an aspiration of something else or something greater than that. But I do feel like Liz is kind of set in her, um, in her current career and is really, I think the series gears more towards like, okay, what's her personal life? Like, like it, it kind of makes it seem like yeah. it's like, well, her career is settled. Like this is her career, but now what about her, her personal life and it kind of focuses that way and i feel like it never goes anywhere though in terms of like uh having anything be settled in her personal life and i, I think it's a, a flaw within the show where that you know it like in real life lorne michaels might be okay i am content to just run snl for my entire life i've made it and i'm not i'm not looking to go on to the next thing but jack also like sort of functions as like the lorne michaels character so when it's just like brought up constantly that TGS is kind of like this uh, crappy show that's actually terrible. You know, Liz is sort of defined as a person who's devoted her entire career to just sort of facilitating this show, which is not actually, you know, uh, very good. And she doesn't seem to desire anything more, which is which her mean girls, right? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. Where's her mean girls? Where, where's her where's her other project? It just seems like to me like that a part of Liz's character fundamentally is that she's completely focused on her work, but her work is not actually very good and she has no desire to do anything better than TGS. And to be fair, how does TGS stay on the air? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, how does that even get cheaply made? Bang theory, Melissa. Like people <laughs> people watch it even though it's bad. Yeah, people that- tune in even though it's like, wait, what? That's one of the crazy things is like Jack writes dialogue in this episode. And I think he does that in other, you know, he, he's certainly involved in the writing of, of other episodes. Like, you're right. He is like a Lauren Michaels. It's not an exact Lauren Michaels because sort of Liz also is. But, you know, he he has, you know, creative control of this of the show, even though, like, yeah, the, the Alec, Alec Baldwin's character, like Jack in the show is not like fun. Like, he's not like what you'd imagine a comedy writer to be, yeah. although I guess nor is Lauren Michaels, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I guess, I mean, Liz is probably more, um, Melissa, she's more like the head writer uh, than being the uh, Lauren Michaels of uh, of TGS, and maybe she's just content to just be the, the head writer of 
this you know particular show because she gets to work with her friend and that and that's fine for the rest of her life but it just feels weird that she never wants to like is never really driven to do anything else yeah i mean that is true it it is kind of odd and it's also odd as well that like tracy and jenna stay in the show for that long Mm -hmm. you know it does seem like there comes a point where you're supposed to like move on but i guess like I guess, I guess once again, like, yeah. this is a TV show and that's the point is they're supposed to all work together. Yeah. And if they don't, like, why would Tracy ever be in their life? Like, if Tracy went and did... I mean, he did have that, like, Oscar campaign at one point. He started in that drama yeah. and uh, was doing pretty well. So there's that, but... Uh, well, he got really yeah, hot after the show and then uh, that he had the, the whole uh, very uh, sad accident with uh, the... Uh, I believe it was a Walmart uh, tractor trailer that ended up hitting his, uh, his tour bus, which uh, really... Crazy slowed down his uh career for a couple of years but uh luckily he's he's okay uh, but jenna maroney i think that her, her thing is that she's just such a loser she has no other offers that are out there like she would leave tgs which is so sad because she's so talented i mean <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> yeah even her janice uh janice <laughs> joplin uh impression was great with mm-hmm. those yeah <laughs> lyrics but you know she's just uh, so focused on like the short term that she probably can't apply herself to do uh, an- anything uh, else with her career other than just like whatever gets uh, put in front of her at any given point. So so that's the A storyline of uh, Liz Lemon that she is going on dates with uh, with Peter Dinklage, but can't get past the fact that he is a little person and she can't stop mothering him. Uh, which uh, again, not 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 the high point in the career and the romantic life of Liz Lemon. Well, so we never see Dinklage again, right? No, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it for him. Okay. Uh, B storyline here is going to be the one that's a little bit more of a long term story on the show. So Jack Donaghy, uh, he has uh, hired a new nurse to help with uh, the living situation. I guess his mom has moved in uh, with him at this point. So he's hired a nurse to help out. She is played by Selma Hayek here in this episode. And uh, Jack has, uh, you know, a a couple of run-ins with her. Uh, But then when he has his own health scare in this episode... Which ends up, uh, I will uh, give you, uh, rather than me describe uh, what his uh, health scare is, I'll have uh, Jack Donaghy himself describe uh, what his uh, medical issue was, uh, as he discovers at a urinal. I have something on my ball. Okay. <laughs> he, is, he feels a lump on uh, a, uh, in... Uh, a sensitive area and he is uh waiting for test results and uh selma hayek is able she's a a very well-trained nurse that she's also able to uh i guess she must also practice urology that she's able to (laughs) (laughs) give a a field test to kiva to determine uh what you know just how dangerous uh this uh lump might be yeah, I don't think Gallup Baldwin's turning down, you know, Selma Hayek uh, checking out what's going on. There. I think I think that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to say, I thought Jack Donaghy had a great episode. He had all the best lines, at least in my opinion. I mean, when he's telling her how to take care of his mom and he's like, taking care of my mother is a mixed bag. When she's in a foul mood, it can be horribly unpleasant. And other times she's asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was so Dude. funny. Do you think, and Elaine Stritch, does she show up a lot, uh, Melissa, in a lot of episodes? Yeah, yeah she does. Mm-hmm. It's do like an ongoing story. 
nowadays they would make like her like main characteristic that she's like a huge racist or do you think they would go away from that now i think they'd try and stay away from that okay <laughs> well just because you know they're already dealing with removal of episodes and i don't know if they really want to mm-hmm. handle any more of that but uh I, I just loved Jack in this episode. And when he goes to the quinceanera and he immediately gets handed a baby, mm-hmm. I just thought that was so funny. Yeah, he thinks and, so when well. he, and when she talks, uh, when she's talking to him and he's like, is that the subjunctive? I just love that line. Mm-hmm. He, he, he had a great, a great storyline. Uh, we have our C storyline, uh, which involves uh, Jenna Maroney, that she has been cast in an upcoming Janis Joplin biopic uh, that she ends up going into character to go uh, to plead to Jack Donaghy of some sort of, uh, I guess this was a uh, an NBC Universal joint that she wanted to uh, cast herself in the role of Janis Joplin. Um, Melissa, what'd you think of Jenna Maroney as Janis Joplin in this episode? I thought she did a great Janis Joplin impression. Um, and I love how in future episodes, they end up having to call her Jackie Jorp Jomp. <laughs> I think that is so funny. Yeah. But um, it's just so great. Um, but you know, what's interesting is I think um, that, well, at least this is what I've kind of heard is that this whole Janis Joplin storyline of like how, also, Julia Roberts was going to play Janis Joplin. Yeah, um, in a competing was, Janis Joplin right, biopic. Was a reference to the fact that there were competing Janis Joplin uh, biopics being planned. One with Renee Zellweger and one with Zoe Deschanel at the same time. And then neither of them out. ended up oh, getting produced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's just so funny that like everyone's like trying to play Janis Joplin apparently. Um, but yeah, I thought that I thought she did a great job with the uh, Janis Joplin impression and the take another little chunk of my love is yeah. very funny. Yeah. That was a uh, fun part at the end of the episode. I feel like that uh, I love a good uh, montage to end the show at the end of the episode over a, uh, a song Akiva and uh, they do a great job with the fake Janis Joplin song at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that Jack says he wrote in in five minutes. Yeah, that is funny. I mean, do, they like I, is it because they couldn't get the rights? I wonder if there's well, like that a joke was within the joke, a joke in there. the episode where that they I know, could but not, I wonder if it's like they, double meta. Uh, I'm not sure, but it seemed like that they didn't change the music, uh, but they ended up having a yeah, which I feel like would have been really the key issue is that they're like using the song, and just because you change a couple words from it does not. Yeah. quite make it different. I suspect with the budget on this show, I think they could have gotten the rights to uh, sing the Janis Joplin song. I mean, if they had, they had a $2 million a week, you know, guest star budget, I guess they could have <laughs> yeah. like had one less, one less Hayek appearance and, and, mm-hmm. gotten, and gotten the song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that's what's going on with Jenna Maroney. And then I guess the sort of D storyline here is that uh, Tracy Jordan he is spending all of his money and he's wearing a, a suit made out of cash and gold shoes. And Melissa, the reason that he does this is that he has to continually spend all of his money because he never wants to have enough money where that his wife feels like that she could live off of half of it. So he has to continually uh, continuously uh, spend all his money so uh, Sherry Shepard uh, cannot uh, divorce him and take half of his money. So Jack Donaghy suggests that they sign a post-snup. Uh, Sherry Shepard is so funny as Angie, mm-hmm. um, especially in like the later 
seasons when they end up doing that House of Jordan reality show. Yes. Um, she's so funny. Um, I think she does a great job. Um, and and a great Tracy line in this one uh, is when he talks about uh, a blafair to remember black. <laughs> yes. So yes. funny. <laughs> um, Melissa, I, I uh, really am a big uh, Grizz and dot com stan. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're so funny. I love how they're like so intelligent mm-hmm. uh, and like they just control Tracy. They're just like, please, Tracy, like just listen to us. So funny. Yeah. Uh, Kiva, those are the two guys that are in uh, Tracy's entourage. Uh, yeah, I, just, I know, I know them. I, okay. I, what I love those guys, and I love um, the writers' room, which we, I think we see for a split second in this we episode. Barely see it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one of the problems. Like you guys were talking about, like with the you know supporting the guest stars. You know, in this episode, three different major guest stars means like we don't get to see those guys who were always my favorite part of the show when I would watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like uh, funny characters that have like uh, very like small parts uh, in in different episodes. Like uh, the Jew Friedlander uh, character is uh, you know has, has a lot of good gags over the course of the series. Twofer, uh, another person in the in the writer room. Um, you know, th- th- there's also uh, Suri who works in the writers room, and I believe that uh, that she has a boyfriend named Aris. Is do I have that? Uh, correct, Melissa. Um, I don't know about that one. I do know the Suri, but I don't know about her boyfriend. You're probably right, though. Yes, yeah, I do think that uh, th- there are some Survivor fans that are that are on the staff. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, we see a uh, a very quick uh, little bit with uh, Kenneth in this episode. He doesn't have a lot to do. Uh, Melissa, are you a big Kenneth guy? Um, I think Kenneth is very funny, but I have to say that. T- the Kenneth part in this is so amazing when he mm-hmm. does the top that rap. Yes, yes. That uh, is so <laughs> funny. Such a funny reference. I fell into like a top that black hole on YouTube last night um, because I was like, oh, I want to like, that's so funny that they reference it. I want to rewatch that scene. And then I ended up watching like a, uh, like a, anniversary like making of video where they talked about how it was made yeah. and oh my god okay, it's so, so good i'm curious to know if akiva knows this reference yeah. where that we see kenneth he's warming up the crowd because uh <laughs> something had happened to the original uh warm-up act and he is doing a uh a, a recital of uh a song from the movie teen witch uh, a scene where they're rapping a song called top that um yeah i've never seen teen witch i only know that um i know i don't know i don't why am i supposed to know teen witch i've never seen well it. you're supposed to know that rap it's very famous how does it go rob if you rap it, it goes, i bet oh, I'll i can do it. it i can do it yeah, yeah please supersonic idiotic disconnected not respected who would ever really want to go and top that top that mm-hmm. and it goes i'm hot and you're not uh it's so good yeah. it's so good I that, that you guys need, yeah, you guys need to compliment me because that was amazing. That was that great. was really good. No, <laughs> yeah, people that, are clapping. People are, are honking their horns while they're listening. Oh, uh, yeah, they love it. The people yeah, love it. Yes. <laughs> Rob, you asked about Kenneth. We have a listener, I Haley, to, who so wrote can in. We finish talking about Teen Witch, though. No, we got to oh, talk okay. about Teen you, Witch. You do Teen Witch, and then I'll give you my my my. Yeah, Kenneth should Teen <laughs> Witch go to the crappy movie diaper? <laughs> I, can I? Let's look into it. Let's see what it has look, in IMDb. Oh, you've got to watch it because this rap. You come on for Teen Witch? I, I would come on for Teen Witch for sure. Okay. Um, I the, did a podcast rap- about it once upon a time with uh, Matt Hoffman. Did like you really? Nine years ago. We've already podcasted about it, Rob. I don't think we need to go back to that. Well, it has a 6.1 on IMDb. But I think you've that's never too good. seen it. Don't you need to see it? 
Yeah, I could I could watch it and give you a book report next week or something. Yes, but please do. Yeah, I want to and Witch. Zelda Rubenstein. I've never. I will. I will watch Teen Witch with my. Is it is it kosher for like uh, for kids? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything yeah, that's going to be what, inappropriate. Yeah. I don't think it's it was rated like I PG-13. saw it on like the Disney Channel or something. Okay, originally. so yeah, I'll watch it with my kids. Uh, it's, it's. I don't think it's like bad enough for us to watch it. Um, so we watch. Oh, we have a uh, it definitely movie is, but... where We only watch bad movies. Six point one on IMDb is pretty good, Rob. It only has a forty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's also like a oh we love it because it's bad kind of situation mm-hmm. where yeah. you yeah listen listen we the I two like people that have seen the movie say it's good <laughs> you haven't yeah. seen the movie and say ah, I don't think that this is uh this is it, right. no I didn't yeah. say it's good no, I honestly it, we Rob it's called the crappy movie nobody is saying it's good Eva, you've it's got no, to watch- nobody said has ever said this movie is a good movie <laughs> you've got to watch no you've got to watch that rap like literally okay. look it up on YouTube and then tell me. Up. That I feel like good there's movie. no way the movie did it better than you just did, Melissa. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've got to, you must watch it. It's literally the whitest thing I've ever seen. And I watched the making of like where the two actors were like, we were so embarrassed to do this, but we basically were like, there's no way we're getting out of this. So we like have to do yeah. it. And what happened was, is that the movie had already been shot. And then the executives came in and were like, we want like raps popping right now. We want to add a rap. Mm-hmm. So they asked this like old white composer guy, like, can you write a rap? And the guy was like, I I guess so. So he like wrote this rap for these like white people to do. And they came in like two months later. Um, and like they just like were like, okay, I guess we're dancing and rapping. You you've got to watch it. It's so funny. I think an iconic moment when Melissa said raps popping right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well that that was me as the as, as the as the as the But as you've the never seen the actual movie, Melissa? I've seen the movie, okay, yeah. but okay. I'm just saying if Akiva watches that one scene, yeah, it'll be like, oh, I'm gonna watch the whole film with my children. It give used me, to be I'll, on HBO constantly uh, when I was. I wonder uh, if I've like I, seen pieces of it, Rob. Mm. I was mixing up a Teen Wolf, which I teen which Wolf I have is seen. different. Yeah, okay. yeah, that is different. Um, so Both Haley, uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, of Kenneth, this the has Page. Tangina, I think, from Poltergeist. I have a tan uh, gent for you. <laughs> yes. Um, and, <laughs> Uh, so Haley, the listener, was a uh, was an NBC page, and she sent in the quiz that they give them. So let me can I ask you guys a couple of the questions sure. you have to pass to become an NBC page? Ooh. Um. Well, how about this? What do the six feathers represent in NBC's logo? We were just talking about the peacock. Hmm. It's got to be like sports, comedy, yes. news, Close. drama. You know, like the the different like layers of yeah. Shows is on the right path for sure. It's news, sports, entertainment, television stations, television network, and operations. Uh, So, got it. It starts off uh, more exciting, and then (laughs) yeah, it's like um, operations. Cool. Actually, how was the peacock decided out to be uh, NBC's logo? Um, I am guessing that they were in color, and then they ended up using the peacock to represent that they have color. Yeah, you're 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 also on the right path. They were they were pushing it to color TV, and he said, "I'm going to make a butterfly because that's like a famously colorful thing." And this is John J. Graham, NBC's art director at the time, and his wife said, "No, a peacock is more regal than a butterfly." Mm. Yeah. So, and then last question for you guys: How many current Today Show personalities can you name? Um, I could name a couple. Yeah. By the way, we, uh, speaking of morning television, for a second. Yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, um, unfortunately, are, are we going to name the, TV, the Today Show 
personalities? No, but, uh, this is your first podcast with me. We, we're going on a tangent for a second here. <laughs> okay. Well, I, unfortunately, we lost the great Regis this week. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. Rob, you were a big fan. You had a nice post about Regis. You were on his show once. Of course. I was on his show a Did couple you guys, times. But then there's like cold, colder, North Pole. And then the coldest thing I've ever seen is Kelly Ripa's post after Regis passed this weekend. Did you see it? No, what did she say? I was wondering. Like nothing. It was a joint statement from her and um, Ryan Seacrest that basically said nothing. It was like so Ryan Seacrest, what does he need to weigh in on? You don't understand. It was shocking. I I saw it on, uh, um, someone pointed out to me and then I saw it on Twitter that um, like a lot of people were saying like, this is the worst like PR thing I've ever seen. And then people were saying that they tweeted this or Instagrammed it to uh, Kelly, and she blocked all of them. Like anyone who said it to her got got the immediate block. Anyone who said what to bizarre. her that it was called, and like, like, yeah, that like, what is going on? This is bizarre. Like, mm-hmm. why is Ryan in the picture with you and and Regis? First of all, like, like he was you hosted with him alone for years, like years, the and it was a like, show before her also. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like, or Kathy Lee's out there crying in the streets, yeah, and right. and you're, it was crazy. Well. That's so strange. Let's I was see. wondering Very when strange. she was going to put something out, and then apparently so she did this not. This was on Insta. Good job. Yeah, she, yeah, she didn't even cross post it to Twitter. Well, she has. She, uh, I think she has one one tweet in like the last uh, three years. Well, guess what? But did she, her co-host die in like, the last three mm-hmm. years? Yeah. Like, this is like doing, this is. I understand. Like, like this know, should be a message you put out to everybody because everyone's yeah. wondering like what your reaction is. I mean, I know it's like okay, well, we don't really like. It's not like it's our place to be like. Okay, well, this is how you should be grieving, but like. It does seem a little She's bit like... even, Melissa. Right, that's like, what it does seem a little bit she like. she was like, so breaking up, yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Like, Either post if nothing. Post, brand, post nothing, of course. Yeah. But this was way worse than nothing. Um, that's so bizarre. Well, hold on. Let me read the Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. She, uh, Kelly Ripa has a picture. So it's uh, Kelly Ripa, Ryan Seacrest, and Regis and Mickey Mouse in a Santa Claus uh, costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says... We are beyond saddened to learn about the loss of Regis Philbin. He was the ultimate class act, bringing his laughter and joy into our homes every day. On live for more than 23 years, we are beyond lucky to have him as a mentor in our careers and aspire every day to fill his shoes on the show. We send our deepest love and condolences to his family and hope they can find some comfort in knowing uh, he left the world a better place, Kelly and Ryan. I, I don't think that that why was is, that bad. Why is, why, that's terrible. Why is Ryan involved? Ryan shouldn't be involved, Rob. Second of all, she didn't well, write you that. Involved? He's in the picture and she signed it, Kelly and Ryan? You put it's it's like wrote it. Yeah. It, 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 why isn't it from Mark Consuelos then at least? Yeah, exactly. Uh, how about my kids so loved odd. Regis? I don't know. It's it's bizarre. She was getting torn to pieces. <sighs> Allie pointed to me. I don't know. I don't I, I first of all, it's came from the um it came from from like the today from the live Twitter feed. So like it didn't even start on her page this is not her this is not her post even rob yeah it's like getting like some sort of pr person to like who's uh, we there's no we yeah that's so weird and i know that they didn't speak i think he went on larry king and he said they have not spoken since he left the show i think she's a bad breaker upper well i mean michael strahan can't be in the same room michael strahan had a much better post michael strahan was like r.i.p king i loved you like and Michael Strahan never met the guy, probably, you know, outside of, uh, yeah, wasn't you know. Wasn't there drama recently with her and her co-host? Yeah, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan, yeah. Like, wasn't there, like, a whole big thing where it was, like, she was so pissed at him when he left the show or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. She seems interesting. I mean, now I, I, was, now I hope somebody. Uh, I Team Kelly, but just Wally because uh, Michael Strahan's a giant. Yeah, we don't like Michael Strahan. <laughs> Although, I, I'm, I'm fine with Michael He's Strahan fine. now. He's fine. 
He seems like a nice guy. Okay, but I will yeah, say, pretty. Akiva, that he is also, yeah. that not only did he uh, play for my Crosstown Rivals, but he also played mm-hmm. on my Morning News Rivals on uh, GMA. I'm not a GMA guy. I didn't know you were, you're a Today Show guy. Yeah, do you want to hear people from the Today Show? Please, let's go. Perfect. Bring it back. Yeah, let's get okay. let's get to the right. show. I have nine. Got to start off with uh, the MVP who stepped mm-hmm. in in the wake of uh, he who shall not be named, no longer king of the mats. Mm-hmm. Hoda Gotby. Yeah, Hoda Gotby. Yeah, she's the queen. She's there. Yeah. Is Stan that how you Hoda. say her last name? I think it's more of a K. I think Rob was like more of a Gotby. Yeah. Gotby. Is this a, What's that noise? I don't know. Where'd that come from? Is it? I actually don't know where that's coming from. Oh, maybe is that is that a <laughs> that? Hold on, let's see. I think that it might, that might like be. A, you I like it. Can we keep I like, that going? I, 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 I like that too. I like that too. Like you were like, we were like, okay, Rob, name the people. Okay, and then I'll, I'll put that back on. on. I think that was a Zencaster <laughs> thing. On, okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Are you ready? Are you gonna name people? Do you have anybody? No, all I know is like Matt Lauer because he's oh. so disgraced. Yeah, no, yeah, no longer King of Mats. <laughs> no longer okay. there. Okay, uh, then you have Savannah Guthrie. Yes, oh. the co-anchor. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, you have also uh, Carson Daly is there. Yep, absolutely. Pretty sure Al Roker <laughs> is still so there. Well. Al Roker. Al Roker, probably the most well-liked guy in America. No, never heard a bad well, thing about Al Roker. Guy? I would say like, Tom Hanks. No, yeah, Tom Hanks. Nobody dislikes Roker, though. I don't know if everyone's like a Roker stan, mm-hmm. but I've never heard a bad word about Al Roker. Yeah. Um, He's out there in the cold every day yeah. for the people. Um, <laughs> for the people. Is, is Willie Geist still a uh, Today Show personality? Rob, yeah. Willie Geist is still, he hosts Sunday Today with Willie Geist. Okay. Um, Wait, I thought Willie Geist was on, uh, isn't he on Morning Joe? He's a, he does all of them. They all have six jobs, Melissa. The same eight people have every job on TV. <laughs> Mostly Ryan Seacrest and Carson. That Davis, is true. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, um, it's one of the Bush daughters. Uh, oh, that, is it Sophia Bush? No, Sophia, Sophia Bush, Bush is, is from One Tree Hill. Okay, Sophia Bush just has the last name Bush. She wishes. Jenna Bush Hager. Yeah, is it goes the fourth hour. There are four hours of the day show. Shinel Jones, who I think is new, Craig Melvin, and. The weather Craig guy Melvin. is... Craig Melvin is good. Uh, and Dylan, Dylan Dreyer. a question on the test. Like, is that their favorite? Is that, is that their, like, temple show or something? Oh, yeah. When I, when I worked there, they said, like, oh, yeah, the Today Show pays the bills for everything else. Really? Like, yeah. That, yeah, the Today Show, hour. four hours a day. I watched it. Yeah. No more well, Kathy Lee, like, uh, she retired. I'm really not, not their the demo, target. really. Yeah. You, one day, maybe, but you're not their demo. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. I have to just, you know... One yeah, that time. used to be a staple. I used to try to like, always catch like the uh, first half hour of uh, Today Show. But I didn't know you hated GMA. You were you were uh, you were a Today Show family. I'm a I'm a yeah. I, I'm much more of like an NBC guy. Uh, Me I too. Like that you know the the NBC family. And you know I do feel like that Thirty Rock, even though it is not necessarily a a, a big mega success from an audience standpoint i do feel mm-hmm. like that it did help brand the nbc properties as sort of mm-hmm. like okay when you were switching to nbc news it was still like a mm-hmm. continuation mm-hmm. of this nbc experience that you could have potentially throughout the day i feel like that that definitely worked with me and made me an nbc guy mm-hmm. yeah my, my speaking of that the other the one thing i was thinking of like in terms of tie-ins with the 30 rock people 
is and we I almost never met the celebrities because I was there on Sunday and and Saturday Night Live is obviously on Saturday night. But Tina Fey when she would host would like she's like a classy lady, so she mm-hmm. would bring like zillions of dollars worth of snacks and then leave them on a desk which was right outside her office because it was all in like yeah. the same tiny and. So I'd come in Sunday morning after she'd host and I'd eat the whole day from what Tina Fey had brought <laughs> the night before. Yeah. And she'd also color herself like she'd write like a very nice note, like a poster and sign it. Oh my I was God. wanted to take it, but That's I didn't so take great. it. And okay. nobody else. She's the only host who ever did that in the four years I was there. But um, but so thank you for feeding me. Tina uh, Fey, yeah, I, I just feel like that because like the 30 rock, the the way that they make it a character, I really did feel like, yeah. that, you know, it's part of that. It's all like it's all coming from the same the the same building of that. You know, you're watching mm-hmm. you're watching the Today Show that you're watching, Uh, you know, when when it used to be uh, when Jimmy Jimmy Fallon was there, you know, Conan was there, you know, that the, the uh, you know, Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers is there, not live is there. It's all coming from the same place. It feels like that you were, you know, all all part of the same like uh, ecosystem. Yeah, although well, Thirty Rock is not actually filmed at Thirty Rock, right? I think it's at that's the Queens yeah, one, but, like Silver Cup Studios. You know, who, who the hell knows where? Like, no, nobody uh, all knows. These, I'm just like, thinking uh, like, other yeah. network shows are filmed. Yeah, I don't because I don't think you could film a you know a show with a million sets like that inside thir- uh, Rockefeller Center, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that would be big. All right, uh, Melissa. Yeah. Any other gags from this episode that really jumped out to you? Hmm. I'm, I, I also want to know if we could say, Rob, who who won the episode? If you who have won an opinion, the, yeah, who that. won the week? Yeah, I say Jack. Jack, Donaghy. I say his, his. Yeah, I yeah. I was doing like a power rankings in my mm-hmm. head, and I was thinking like Jack definitely is number one. Yeah. Then I kind of think Kenneth because he did that rap, and then I thought maybe Jenna because she did a really great job singing. Uh, oh. And then maybe Tracy and then Liz. Like, oh. I just felt like Liz was had a bad week. Let me give you a rebuttal. I, I think Tracy Jordan won the week. I uh, agree. Melissa. I agree. I love the money suit so much. He, he, <laughs> first, he had a money suit, uh, got his wife to sign a, a post-snup. Uh, and then uh, that of all of the characters in the episode, he seems to have the most like high-functioning relationship. Uh, like that him and Angie are so in love. She and she signed the post nup. Uh, that Tracy Jordan to me was the big winner. That's true. I guess I meant in terms also of like how I felt about their mm-hmm. storyline. So in terms of like the actual story and in terms of like the actual character, yes, I would agree with you. Uh, having a cancer scare is clearly not a fun, <laughs> not a win, really. Mm-hmm. Um, even though eventually it turned out okay, but still. Um, but just in terms of like my enjoyment, yes, I would say Jack Donaghy. Melissa, uh, do you know, could you tell us how does the storyline ultimately run its course with uh, Jack and Selma Hayek? I don't remember. I know they date for a little while, mm-hmm. but I know they don't end up together because then he ends up with Avery Jessup. Yeah. Okay. I think there's an engagement or an almost engagement though, right? At the end, like it's a season long, it's a season long story arc. Like she shows up five or six times. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh yeah. She's there for a while. All right. 30 Rock season three, episode seven. Well, so, well what's the number one 30 Rock episode? My favorite 30 Rock episode is um, Jailbreakers talk show. Yes. Number 0001. And what's um, the plot of that? I, re- I remember the, uh, the, the catchphrase of uh, that they wanted to always say. That's a deal breaker, that's lady. Deal breaker. Um, yeah. The plot of that is basically that she is given her own talk show and then 
she turns into performer Liz and basically loses her mind. Um, so it's it's setting her up for the uh, the premiere of the talk show, and then she just like has a total breakdown, and it's very very funny, um, and also sad because she was really going to be. She was like, you know, pretty successful with this uh, TV show mm-hmm. idea. And then it just kind of kind of fizzled out. But there are so many fun jokes from it. Like when she's shooting the promo material for uh, the episode and she like cannot remember what to do with her hands. And then she gives herself that really bad haircut. And then she like she like gives herself LASIK and she cries net through her mouth now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the whole thing. Um, very, very funny. Um, and I've watched that episode so many times. I like at this point I could like recite the like lines along with it. But yeah. Interestingly, that's a season four episode seven, Akiva from December. 3rd, ah, man, 2009. Only, Should we go to that for after episode hundred? Should we move the season four? episode seven? <laughs> season four, well, there's going to be less. People, go, people would riot if we did. People go crazy. If yeah. we moved oh, that. Man. Yeah. That's way too bad. Cause I would have had so much to talk about with this one. I probably would have just ended up reciting all the lines to you guys. And maybe it would have yeah. not made for, could you have wrapped them? I, you know, Rob, we have uh, uh, Melissa. I don't know if you know this. We have a uh, an official show TikToker Nicole TikTok. Nicole makes TikToks from the from our episodes. Do you oh think she God, should make a TikTok of you rapping, like her I, dancing to you rapping? Totally. Okay. I mean, I want to be a star, a TikTok star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have a TikTok, but I'm sure someone else could make me a star. Um, mm-hmm. In this episode, we do hear Liz Lemon's uh, signature catchphrase, uh, but it is not uttered by Liz Lemon. It is uttered by uh, the Dink, uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, when Liz accidentally runs her fingers through a uh, young child's hair, thinking that it Looking was going to be someone? Peter Dinklage. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he ends up turning around and giving uh, Liz Lemon the signature catchphrase, shut it down, which shut I like. Yeah, that, that holds it's up so Liz's catchphrase. It's yeah, that so was good. funny. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. You've, the, you've dropped I, some I, shut it downs, Rob. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a great catchphrase. I will say that uh, Peter Dinklage had a pretty good insult to Liz where he's like, oh, and I, I lied. I have seen your show. Yeah. He was it's great so in the episode. Yeah, he's a very good actor. That's yeah. not a hot take. He's a good actor. Yeah, I really liked when he comes to uh, the studios and then uh, basically is talking, telling Jack the story of how he ended up meeting Liz. And it definitely does not pass the smell test for Jack when he says that, hey, when uh, Liz saw something she liked out there and she went for it, uh, which uh, that uh, Jack is like, that Lemon did that? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no. I don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was that was very very fun. Uh, she, oh, she- or when um another good line. Sorry, another good line is uh when uh Jenna is like, you need to to learn from Janis Joplin and have some self control. Mm-hmm. And Liz is like, how far are you into that yeah. biography? And she's like, well, not very. Why? What happens? Mm-hmm. I think it was also like a child's version of a Janis Joplin biography. <laughs> yeah. Right? It looked like it looked version. like that. Oh my god, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Okay. Rob. Yes. Akiba. So I asked I asked our listeners this week um for uh I, I you know I wanted to know where 30 Rock ranks in the pantheon, okay? Of peak TV. Okay. So I had 500 listeners fill out a survey. Wow. Uh and my question to them was what is your favorite and then second, third and fourth favorite comedy shows of this century because I knew if I if we if I said of all time we did a Seinfeld podcast. They would skew Seinfeld and Friends. 
heavily. I think those would have been the easy one too. Did Friends qualify for 21st century shows? No, I I specified that it needed to start January 1st, 2000 or later. Mm. Yeah. Um, Someone actually put in Malcolm in the Middle as their favorite show and then I checked. I'm like, there's no way that's from 2000. It actually started January 8th, 2000. So the Malcolm in the Middle era. (laughs) <laughs> which is so what funny. we're in now, the 21st century. Hmm. So I was wondering what, and I, I could tell you what our listeners thought, but I was wondering what both of you have uh, as your 21st century Mount Rushmore of comedy shows. Okay. There is are, the op- you two four, you pick four. Is that basically yes. what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Are, are we telling you ours? Or are we trying to guess what the, uh, like well, the tell me yours do. first, then you could guess, then you can guess, hmm. but tell me yours first. I would say 30 rock is in there for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. And Makes I think sense. I think probably like always sunny is in there. That's mm-hmm. like a a very good one. Um, maybe like Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Um, Community. I mean, I would put I would put Happy Endings, but I don't okay. think other people would. But but I'll, right. maybe uh, but Community. It's like it's so different. I feel like they did mm-hmm. a really good job of like making a show that's so different. Um. Gosh, that's tough. I mean, The Office, like people love the, I, yeah. that. And then a ton of shows came after The Office that were like following that same sort of thing. I mean, Parks and Rec like followed that same sort of format and Modern Family followed that sort of format. So I just feel like that's a big deal. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. Yeah. So I feel like if I, if I was going to do the Mount Rushmore of 21st century uh, shows that uh, I think Always Sunny, I think, is definitely uh, mm-hmm. you know, in consideration. Are you, are, are, do you watch every I, I, Always Sunny, Rob? I, I've seen it. I, I don't I don't keep up with it. Um, see, okay, I've, fine. I've seen probably the first couple of I keep up seasons. with it. Um, Wait, so, so, but you're putting it on your Mount no, Rushmore? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that I, I would not have a problem if it was on somebody's Mount Rushmore. It would not be on my personal. Okay. But if I, I, okay. I don't look at it as for Rob Sesternino. This is, I, no, I try I to do Rob the Sesternino. exercise. Then you could guess no, the, the I'm not try- And I'm not trying to guess what people said. I'm trying to tell you what the actual Mount Rushmore should be. Ah, so you're giving me the right answer, the not right, your answer. answer. The right answer. Well, like, yeah, I mean, you could like look at it as like like shows that like have kind of like molded and like morphed and changed yes. like the comedy scene right. for television. That sort of yeah. The most thought. these are the most important sitcoms of the 21st century. Uh, so I feel like that the Office is it has to be there. That has to be. Yeah, on the I would show. think it has to be. Like I don't know if it's one of my favorites personally. Mm-hmm. Like I love it, but I, I mean, I, there's so many other shows that I like. I'm obsessed with. So like, I, but I do think that it like really created this sort of format for television, which mm-hmm. is still in use. Yeah. I, I, think, I tell you guys yes. that The Office, I had everyone list from one to four, blew every other show out of the water yeah, as number be. one. Just the wow. It should be. 111 listeners said that The Office is their number one show. That's so crazy. I, also I mean, it think makes sense. That Arrested Development probably should be there. That I, I don't think I would have Arrested Development and 30 Rock. I think you'd have to pick one, one of those shows to sort of like uh, be sort of like the single camera sort of like uh, innovator. Uh, I, I think I would have one one of those shows. I think that the Big Bang Theory probably has to be there just because wow. of the uh, the smash success and longevity that it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of just being five people out of five hundred, it doesn't matter. It doesn't show. matter. Look no, at the, I'm just letting you know. The I'm scoreboard. You, I'm the stats boy. You know, uh, I'm just saying. The scoreboard is five out of five hundred. Yeah. Okay, but that's sort of like it, it has a bad reputation of it's not a mm-hmm. uh, a show that is cool to say that you watch. But if you, I mean, look, look at how many. But I feel many... like you also have to look at like what show is funny. 
I'm looking at what show is uh like hugely popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that is hugely popular. It's just I just like I would feel just ugh, it would feel wrong to have it on the comedy Mount Rushmore. Wasn't Two and a Half Men like just as popular, Rob? Um, I think it probably uh, was for a while. I'm not sure they didn't maintain the success for right. uh, for as long. For I mean, both people were watching also just because it was a different era of TV when both it started. Are Chuck Lorre shows, um, mm-hmm. you know that. Um, so I, I, I'm sure, like, uh, if I had to guess, like maybe the the numbers uh, for Two and a Half Men might might have been higher at one point. I think but, much higher, yeah. But the consistency over you know ten years for Big Bang Theory uh, is 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 really uh, huge. It might be the most successful uh, show of uh, the uh, well, mm-hmm. at least sitcom, the most successful sitcom. Of this uh, of this year, a big bang theory is like I, you know, when you go to like Europe, they sell like at like touristy things. That's like they were selling like Big Bang Theory merch and 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 like you know, there's balloons of the characters. Like it really had an insane spread, which yeah. I imagine Two and a Half Men did not. Um, Modern Family, I think, should get some consideration. Uh, yeah, that's another show votes. that was like a like a, a huge show for uh, this part of the generation. I'm sure that there are other shows that are from like this, like streaming services that I'm that I'm uh, are escaping me that are probably mm-hmm. you know uh, maybe if you want to do like what what was the first big sitcom that did not come out on a traditional release? Yeah, if there is, I'm not one. sure. If there is one, the first um, big Netflix sitcom. I'm Parks not sure. and Rec. Well, it's, it's animated shows like BoJack. Yeah, maybe, I think would I would do like, maybe, oh, yeah. like I would maybe round out the Mount Rushmore with some sort of like uh, you know an animated series. But I don't know if that's big enough. Like BoJack had some votes, but like it didn't. It didn't and BoJack so- also is more drama than comedy to me. I mean. Yeah, I, it's I don't know. I just feel like it. Uh, yeah, is this sitcom? Is this uh, you, you just I left sitcom it open I've instead you can define how you how you know because you know you could also put let's say let's say SNL had started after two thousand. It wasn't yeah. eligible. Like that's not a sitcom, but you could have put it in there. You know, right, the like Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I, I let people and some people had Glee or whatever. Like I, to me, that's not really. What was the original air date of Arrested? Uh, I'm sorry, of uh, of Curb. When did that start? Okay, so Curb did have that original sort of HBO special, I think, in '99. But I said it was eligible when people asked because the first episodes mm. were not not until. So Curb was my my Mount Rushmore was Curb and Chappelle Show, which again you have to think back because those are very early in the century. Uh, Chappelle Show is not a sitcom. I know, but I said a comedy show. I didn't. It didn't specify it has to be a sitcom. Uh, uh, people put I, in Key and Peele. Atlanta's that, not I mean, a that's sitcom. Something different. That's something different. Uh, so I had Curb Chappelle show Nathan for you. Certainly not a sitcom. And uh, I didn't. Uh, my fourth one. I guess I'd go with Parks and Rec. I, the the highest highs of the Office in my opinion are higher. But the the last few seasons, you yeah. know, the, once Steve Carell lives to me, the Office is unwatchable. Not a great list. Um, mm. everyone said it's the best list. Nathan, for you, it's a it is a great list. You can't you can't have sketch and then also why not? I said comedy shows. I didn't say sitcoms. That's a good list. Most good list. This is stupid. (laughs) What are you getting mad about? There are some good elements to the list, I will say. (laughs) But I will say that you know I don't know if I can put Parks and Rec above The Office just because The Office did it first is my thought. But but I mean, if we're going by like personal preference, then maybe like that's a different story. But you know, I I do think that, and also Nathan, for you is. It's very funny, but yeah. it also makes me want to die inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Uh, so. the, the listeners' top ten was Office, Parks and Rec, Clear One, Clear Two, Curb, Arrested Development, Community, Veep, Thirty Rock, Modern Family. Oh, Veep! Oh my god, I love Veep. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was the t- Scrubs, which has not been on for a while. Did I get maybe the all the Scrubs podcast did uh, did a favor? But Thirty Rock was seventh. So is it like in the Hall of Fame? I'm not sure, but it's uh, you know I guess the, we didn't really get an answer. It's sort of like interesting. Uh, I, think I totally kind of, forgot about Veep. Oh, Shit's Creek, maybe. Uh, it should be on. You know, unbelievably well. It should be on the Shit's Creek. On the was eleven. Um, yeah, that's a great show. Good place was twelve. Yeah, but. I think that 30 Rock is more important than it should be like uh, a celebrated as like a top four show in the Mount Rushmore. Like I think if we're, yeah, I do think like it's a different type of list if you're talking about like your favorite shows versus, or like what shows you like or think are funny or whatever versus like what has changed the comedy landscape. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think that like the office would for sure be included in that. And I think that, um, Arrested Development would be included because that was like a different feel. Like I know it didn't like quite catch on at the time, but like that a lot of shows follow that sort of like fast paced, like jump, like joke a minute type of thing Um, nowadays. So I would include that. And then like, um, I don't know. Don't you think Arrested Development, like they like they went back to the well, like too, too many times. And I do think it really hurt. I it's think legacy. that the new the new Arrested Development stuff has has hurt it. I think, um, but the previous like the the original seasons I thought were just fantastic. Um, I and I do think it's always sunny should be included in the Mount Rushmore just because you know that's one of the few times that it's really worked to have characters that are also like awful mm-hmm, and yeah. like doing awful things, but it like works every time. Um, and I just think that like, and it's, and it's like broken records, I believe, because it's been on the season, yeah. it's been on air for it like longevity. 10 seasons or something. Yeah. yeah so. but, I mean, it is really like a, a, just everyone amped up to like a 15 of, I don't know if you're a Seinfeld family, but like of Seinfeld that like, mm-hmm. you know, definitely always sunny, you know, of, of any show sort of pays. It's, you know, it is sort of a, you know, a, a. Seinfeld's a precursor to to always Seinfeld. You can't include Seinfeld, right? Because it's no, no, I know, but I'm saying like in terms of originality, like it's yeah, Seinfeld's not a not a 21st century show, but it's still like right, like you said, The Office is is an original. I mean, it's not an original in the sense that it's it was a UK show. (laughs) Nothing's original anymore is basically what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Nothing's original. Everything's a copy of a copy. Everyone hates everyone's list. <laughs> I, I hate your list because it's not that it, it should either be. But I said comedy show. I made the rules, and you're telling me that <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's, it's, that it doesn't even follow yeah. the rules. It doesn't make sense. I mean, you could put any any show that made you laugh. Can I, what about a stand up special? I don't think it's a show. I don't mm-hmm. think like sometimes. What when about a YouTube like, channel? What a YouTube channel makes me laugh. I think that's fine. I think in the 21st century, you could put a YouTube channel. That would be that would be something mm-hmm. like an instagram live <laughs> yeah that, that, <laughs> i have z ways instagram lives on thursday night i think are are the are the best things going yeah. right now what about a podcast okay. put it in uh well i don't think that's a comedy show what about a comedy <laughs> like, I don't think podcast it's a, I, I said tv so i don't think podcasts are tv i think what if youtube is kind I don't of think TV. youtube's tv youtube's sort of tv but i don't think Podcasts or TV. Yet, it's bro. tangentially related. All right, shut it down. Okay, <laughs> shut it down. Shut All right. it down. Uh, anything else on Thirty Rock, Akiva? No, I like it. I don't want to make it seem like we were knocking Thirty Rock, but um, you no, know, we were just holding. I, I was knocking yes. your list. 
Well, that that for sure. But people are are used to that. I just, you know, I, I think 30 Rock is a great show. I, watching it makes me want to sort of binge the whole show. See, you should do it. You know, who grows. But I really I, I are there any like how many episodes are there where it's like the A or B story is like the writers, like Judah Friedlander and that crew. Like, I, I want to see more of those guys. There's there a lot of episodes like on that. YouTube of them. You should, yeah, I would absolutely recommend if you haven't seen all the episodes and for any listeners that they haven't seen all the episodes, go and watch it. It holds up. It's awesome. It's funny. And it's, um, you know, it's just jokes every single time that you you wouldn't have seen maybe the first time or or maybe you did see it, but it's just funny to see again. Um, and, and there's just so many references in each episode that it's just, it's so great. Okay. Melissa. Huge fan. Uh, do you need to go or do you want to stay for the Renat mailbag? <laughs> um, either way, whatever. I mean, it's I, up to, uh, it's up to you. There's no, I'm... there's no shame if you want to leave for the, um, for the mailbag. Okay. It's uh oh, wow. I thought it was earlier than this. Time flies when you're having fun on Time this podcast. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. I do need to go, but, okay. um, this has been great and I'm so glad I was able to get on. If we decide to talk about teen, Witch, I absolutely <laughs> will join. Back. Uh, so, or any other, any other things like that, um, it'd be great to be on again. So thank okay. you for having me. Would your appearance on the, uh, teen witch episode, is there any way when you look back at this appearance, is there any way that your future appearance could top that? Uh, you know, I want to quote it and be like, I don't really give a, about trying to top that. You like that? <laughs> yeah. <I> like <laughs> that it. actually is a line from it. They like pause instead of cussing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna make her a TikTok star. <laughs> and Melissa, Please, yes. <laughs> where can people uh, find you on social media? Um, you can find me at it's Melissa with three A's um, on all platforms. Basically, we we like to rate our listeners' uh, social media handles. Rob, really, Rob does. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 assume, I assume it's Melissa with one A was taken and two A's was taken, and you just kept mm-hmm. adding the A's. Is that what happened? I believe that's what it was. I don't remember. I honestly, it could have just been that I was like, I want it to be something different than just with Melissa. I don't, I really don't remember. I like made all these accounts so long ago, but now it's just been my thing. And, uh, you know, Taryn really likes to say it and I do a little three symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the picture of Big Ed that you uh, tweeted the other day. <laughs> I I was like, oh my God, that is so me when I wake up to get on my conference calls in the morning and everyone else is on video and I'm like, I am not getting on video right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now is not the time. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, I, I was, somebody but, yeah. stole Melissa's... Uh, I was wondering why she didn't use her, her real name, just her first and last name. Someone uh, someone in Sweden appears to have your uh, your name and they've never... Do they really? That's so yeah, funny. following nine people, mostly Kardashians and a couple like Swedish hockey players. Okay. Oof. Yikes. Well, that is not me. I am It's Melissa. They have one follower. <laughs> we, we, our listeners will ask them if you want. We, we've tried to get handles before. We try to get Haley Strong's. Uh, yeah. Really? What's our success ratio? Zero percent. We've never. <laughs> okay. Anybody who asks, I'm at Kiev 26 mm-hmm. and people call me Kiev. So I tried to get Kiev, Melissa. And uh, if listeners tweet and say a Kiev, a Kiev will buy, um, if you tweet at Kiev and say a Kiev will buy your handle, she will block that listener. Anyone, she blocks anybody who even tweets at her what? offering to buy the handle. Yep. So that's so crazy. And and the at Haley Strong, we, we offered to buy for her, never responded. So we are oh for uh, ever. Well, 
yeah, so this is a ringing endorsement for me to try to ask you guys for your help. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds great. Okay. All right, Melissa, okay. it's uh, Big Brother season. We'll hear more from you. Uh, oh, yes, for sure. Very Coming much up. in the future. Okay. Yes. All right. Coming up thank in the near you, future. Thanks, guys. Th- thank you so much. And uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to the mailbag. All right, here we go. Mailbag number 94 uh, with Uncle Kivi, Akiva. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Do we always do a mailbag? Is this mailbag 94? I know this is episode 94. I think it's probably... Did we ever not do a mailbag? Do we ever go right to the wheel spin? I, we started with the mailbag once or twice, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we ever skipped the mailbag. Yeah. We do, Who's oh, did we do a live mailbag? I think we did. Yeah, Who's we counting? Did. Yeah, remember I'm sure there's somebody Chester in the Reddit who's going to be us? like, actually... Yeah. Yes. Who could forget Chester on the stage? By the way, speaking of that, the um, it was because it was the one year anniversary of our live show. We we got some messages from Aaron and Brett, uh, the best friends we set up yes. along with uh, the great Su- Sunday Berquist mm-hmm. at that show, yeah. and uh, they are still friends. They were they were hanging out, socially distanced hangout. So we did one good thing. That's great. We nailed it. Yeah. No word on uh, our friend Holly Pop from a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and. Uh, what was her boyfriend's name? Henry? No, nah, her boyfriend is a strong word. Yeah, but, that was uh, her her no hinge word. match. Yeah, her hinge match. No word on wedding bells or anything uh, for Holly and Henry. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But a lot of people have requested that Henry comes back on the podcast as a guest. I mean, I don't even know if we have Henry access. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we could get Henry. I think we could people get want, it. If the, people want Henry. We could, should that be episode 100? Just the random dude, Henry? Just an interview with Henry? Sit down interview with Henry? With Henry? Yeah. He had a lot of takes. He did have a lot of takes. Okay. All right, Uncle Kiwi. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you want to talk about here in the mailbag? Okay, I saw this in the Reddit, and I think this is worth going over. Yeah. Uh, uh, so somebody says, if you remember back to episode 71, which was Wheel or No Wheel, Robin and Kiva played a version of Deal or No Deal with wheel ideas instead of money. All the ideas in the briefcase, except for the winner, which was Cosmo Quizzes, were banned until August of 2020. Well, now it's August of 2020. The next episode will be in August. Uh, so the following ideas are now eligible to go back on the wheel if Rob and Akiva want them. Do you want to hear those ideas? Yes. I do not yes. remember them. Okay. Okay. So you say uh, yes, no, or wheel waiting room. Yeah. Okay. Rob and Akiva ring in the Persian New Year. Uh, I don't. Well, even, I don't think it's the Persian New Year I, yeah, anymore. I don't even know what, I think what we that missed would the boat entail. on that one. Yeah. Shut it down. Um, uh, Rob and Akiva go down under with Shannon Gus. I feel like that we've heard a lot of versions of uh, this pitch. The Australian about episode, but yeah. 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 We haven't nailed it. Okay. Robin Akiva sellout. Do you remember what that was? We try to find a sponsor? Yeah. Nobody really offered, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrity tweets are trash. Celebrity tweets are trash. Um, what, and what does that entail? I think it's like your the like the uh, early Robin Akiva episode. Your tweets are trash, except we go over some celebrity tweets and we talk about why they're bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, kids shows are spooky. Kids shows are spooky. Um, I don't remember some of this. Yeah, Robin Akiva get a, shut up, timed. I guess he picks the episode that week. Um. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Nothing really speaking to us so yeah. far. What's my line? Shut up, Tim's also busy putting together the 100th episode, I think. Yes. Uh, what's my line? Is it like, whose line anyway? I don't know what what's my line is. <sighs> yeah, I think that, the, isn't that what Corey B is working on? I have no idea. <laughs> no, that's uh, like a lie. That's like, what's the lie? Yeah, I think, I think so. No? I think it's the same thing. 
Is that the same thing? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rob and Akiva need a pod cat. Do you know what that is? I don't. Well, are we getting a cat? I don't think that, I don't ever remember discussing me and you getting a cat. I think I don't, some so of these things are just like down. punny names. Like there's no actual like, uh-huh. idea there. Okay. Libra season with Jenny Autumn. Hmm. Well, it's and not, it's not Libra season yet. I don't yeah, think. What happens on that episode? I don't know. I don't know. I guess she, you know, we, we talk about why Libras are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching scum, you know, we, I don't know. We'll save that for maybe episode a thousand. Um, British slang podcast. Eh, we're over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Burnett's bargain bin. I guess that's like the bad watching yeah. the bad Mark Burnett shows. Yeah. Um, can I just ask that uh, as a non sequitur, what happened yeah. to the poll of slang versus I'm gonna get challenge? There. I'm going to get okay. there. All right. It's it's in it's in this week's mailbag. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to write down things because like I get like 20 DMs before the show. Like, hey, you never mentioned this, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to mention it. Don't worry. But then I don't write it down and I forget. Okay, but that so was that was. What next should we have? Should we have like a uh, like a reminder? We have, we have Slack. We, we want Trello. What do you need? No, I, I'll tell you. The key is if I have a physical mailbag. What I do if I want to actually remember something is I write it in the mailbag. Mm-hmm. So here, like the, your thing you brought up, I wrote in the mailbag, so I'll remember. Whereas some of the other things I forget. Um, quick, some quick other ones that were banned, but we're eligible to put on the wheel now um gen test i think we've heard like 30 30 of the same idea yeah. for like ranking the uh great british bake-off extreme couponers and ranking excel functions with chester yeah and then nothing here is that exciting yeah all right all right we maybe we picked a winner with um cosmo quizzes over any of those ideas because i can't imagine doing most of those mm-hmm. um all right so yeah you asked the question Two weeks ago, we had a poll, which I forgot to put up till this week. I believe that the was, winner of deal, Wheel or No Wheel was actually the uh, best of 2020, which turned out to be a very ironic idea for a podcast, and we actually had to cancel it. What does that mean, best of 2020? I believe what the winner was, was that we were going to make predictions for the winners of all the different awards in 2020. Then how did we end up doing Cosmo Quizzes? I think that was just a different idea. Well, no, I thought Cosmo Quizzes won. I don't believe so. I think Best of 2020 was on the wheel separately. Yeah. I think. And I, it got there because it won wheel or no wheel. Interesting. All right. You, you remember these things better than me. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good, that happened to be a good idea. We should have done it in 2019, I think may, but maybe it, next maybe year. it was the same episode where Liana pitched that, where she said that was her, a, an idea she had for the wheel. Ah, I hear you. I hear you. But, but I'm not sure we would have put that through Cosmo Quiz. I mean, I guess we oh, would have. I believe I don't we know. did. Well, we definitely did. We've already done that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's Renap historians out there in the in the Reddit who'll let us know. Um, so last week we did a, we had a poll which was we were deciding whether to do Robin Akiva come up with a, a new slang term that's going to yes. rock the nation, or Robin Akiva uh, invent the next viral trend since we've already come up with the song of the summer, or Akiva's brilliant idea of putting both in the same episode. Hmm. And honestly, with hindsight, that doesn't make any sense. You were right, and I was wrong. Okay, but what? But but you that did put not win. Yes, I put out a poll, three way poll there, uh, that came in last. I think it had like twenty six percent of the vote or something. Uh, what do you think? One did slang win or did viral trend win? I feel like that. And there was there an option for both. Yeah, both. Yeah, but I said both did not win. Both, both had, did not both win. Came See, in last I thought with, that people would have voted for both because it was so dumb. I, I mean, people did, you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of people voted for both, but not not enough to win. Mm. So 
I feel like that people voted for viral trend. Yes, viral trend 38.8 narrowly beats slang phrase at 34.9. Okay. So, I mean, it goes on the wheel. All right. So, viral trend, is this a bracket? I Here's the thing. Put it on the wheel. I, 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 I'm a little bracketed out if it happens in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Is there something we could do that's not a bracket? Hmm. Right? Can we? I like. I don't. I. I do like brackets. Usually, I'm the one who wants to do more brackets, and you're like, all right, too many brackets. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes, if like discussing the same thing, five. Like, I would do a bracket. I'm not saying no. I just wonder if there's another format that's like bracket adjacent that we could pull off. I just think that what I like about the bracket is that it's like okay, which it's one of these two things has to move on. You know, we're getting rid of. It makes it easy to eliminate. Like you have to. What if we made a one bracket a month rule? We're not allowed to do more than one bracket in a month. That's fine. I don't think we're going to do it anytime soon. I mean, it could come up next week. It could. But yeah, fine. So I'm happy to do that. I think that's going to be a fun idea. People submit super fun things. I don't know if you've seen, but TikTok Nicole already put out my um, my shoes as sure. books idea sure. as a TikTok. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, so I don't think that'll be eligible for the actual tournament. We'll have all new ideas, but we're going to start a viral trend and uh, watch out, Will for America. This could be watch the next out. big thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. That's great. I'm excited for that idea. We're gonna we're gonna make a viral trend. Mm-hmm. You can. You have to think of some too. Like we each have to put a few sure. in the, uh, in the, and then you know. I mean, it'll be maybe, tough to top, uh, you know, books as shoes. Well, books as shoes is how could you is top the winner, that? But it, yeah, it's it's already retired. It's 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 emeritus idea. So top I don't that. know how you tie that. Uh, how about this? Speaking of brackets, Nicole says not not your wife. TikTok Certainly not Nicole. writing into the yes, no, not TikTok Nicole either. Um, how about doing a dad joke bracket? I know in the last podcast that Kiva said he would bracket it out, but I think this would be fun a fun idea. One, it's on brand. You two, you guys are dads. Yeah. Two, it's funny. Who doesn't love corny one-liners? Three, no work for you guys. This dad joke for me, bracket? Please. Someone would get listeners submitted dad jokes and put them in a bracket to get uh, go for no. another step further. See, that would be bad as yeah. a, a bracket. Here's why. Because you're yeah. not going to laugh at the joke the second time uh-huh. you hear it. You, it's... That is a joke is one and done. So it's like that. That would be something like call in, tell us your dad joke. Like somebody mm-hmm. reads us the dad yes. joke, and if we laugh, yeah. it counts. But it's like will will Robin Akiva laugh at dad jokes? I feel like is that at least that's an idea. It's like somebody's going to read us fifty dad jokes, and if we laugh at any of them, that 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 one wins. Whatever was the biggest laugh. I love the idea of people calling up and giving us dad jokes, though. <laughs> or that, like, basically, like, the, we have somebody who is the dad joke reader. Say, hypothetically, Kirsten McInnes has a list, 50 dad jokes. She's a dad. Yeah. Are Robin Akiva going to laugh dad. at any of these? Does Just Akiva laugh at some of them? Does do just mm-hmm. not, But if both of us laugh, whatever has the biggest laugh is the winner. But I, I kind of like the idea of various listeners calling up. I think if one person's reading the jokes, it'll get boring after a few jokes. It'll just be harder to put that together. Well, listeners will call up. We'll put them on on mm-hmm. the phone, and and they'll you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got more brackets for you. Hold on, wait, really, we didn't finish. Yeah. What we gotta <laughs> that you, you we bring if you something love up. The idea, then tell me. We, we tell me you want to do it, and then we have yeah. to give a thumbs up or thumbs down, and before you put the next. Is thing that on how this tape. podcast works? Thumbs yeah. up or thumbs down? Whatever it is, I've never given a thumbs anywhere in in ninety four episodes. Whatever it is, you and I, we gotta we okay. gotta decide on something. We're looking at this thing, 
And and you mm-hmm. just like here, look at this. But we didn't. We're looking at the you're dad right, jokes. You're right. I moved on too fast. Okay. I like the idea of dad jokes. I don't think a bracket would work. I believe you agree. Yes. I don't think one person just reading listener submitted dad jokes is a whole podcast episode. Yeah. Okay. So then what, how would we make an episode? If listeners are calling up and doing it, I think that's funny. I don't know if that's a full episode. I don't think enough people will call up with a joke. And then it's like, then we got to say hello to each person or or like, we have to say hello. Yeah, I think you have to talk like, uh, all right, okay, it's uh, this is uh, Betsy in Montana. Okay, Betsy, uh-huh. how are you? Okay, you, you okay, are you ready? Like, uh, like, oh, I just want to say something. Like, you think uh, we have listeners in Montana? I know, I'm sure we have a, a listener in Montana. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that if is they, there a state we don't have a listener in? You think? Mm, you think we're in all fifty? I think we're in all fifty. What uh, about the district, district of Columbia and Puerto Rico? You mm-hmm. think we're there? Okay. A- NPR. Uh, and the PR. Well, I know let me DC. ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah, we have plenty of DC listeners. Yeah. What do you what's the most listened to episode of this podcast? What's I don't the most know. popular episode? I don't know off the top of my head. Could you look that up for next week? I'm curious to know. I've never okay. we've been podcasting for six years. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't care about numbers. I've never asked you or Chester from my other podcasts, like, hey, how'd that episode do? As opposed to other episodes. Mm-hmm. But I, I just—I mean, I, I think just it's probably going to be one of the brand steals because I think I might have put that in the Survivor podcast feed. Oh, I hear you. Okay, but I'd be curious, like the top ten, like what episodes did the best, and maybe like which one did the lowest numbers. Well, that might also be mm-hmm. some technical thing. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you think the brand steals are the top because they're yeah Survivor in the Survivor feed, Survivor adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Um. All right, so do you have a way to solve this? To me, this is in the wheel waiting room, the dad joke bracket right now. I, I think that people should write sideways. in with their, um, with, with their stuff. What, what stuff? Dad jokes? Well, yeah, I think that people should write, write in. I think one person, or you could have one or two presenters to, uh-huh. to go to read the dad jokes. I like jokes. you thought of Kirsten as like the dad. I, that I, I just because she's hosted things before. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't. You, I don't think you need to be a dad to read the dad jokes. But if you wanted to get like Mike Bloom, she or would somebody, hate. She would hate the dad know, jokes. They, oh, Mike yeah. Bloom's a dad. Yeah. So uh, either way, but I think that people would email their best dad jokes, and I think we would get a lot. And then maybe they could be curated a little bit, as opposed to all right, so people are coming on, and how many people are going to like have the presence of mind to think, oh, like oh, let me call in these guys, and or let what me, if they pre-call in? What if they put them me, in the? Let me send in uh, a in recording. I think you're just going to yeah. like. Um, you know, if people have stuff, I think you're more likely to hear it on email. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. I I I think there's something there, but I don't. I'm not ready to personally put it on the wheel. But I want to hear what people have to say about the dad joke bracket if they're excited about it. Hmm. Well, it's not a bracket, but the dad joke podcast. Yeah. Do you have a dad joke that you like, or do you, do you think you drop a lot of dad jokes with your kids? Maybe for my kids, I think that they would appreciate them. I not not too many with other adults. Yeah, my wife groans so much when I when I drop a dad joke. My kids don't mind, but my wife hates them. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But listen, she likes Big Bang Theory. What is you know? I, I don't trust her her comedy skills. Um. What about this? The jingle bracket. We talked about that last week, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we did. We talked about what okay. what constitutes a jingle. Okay, uh, so we yeah, so people were excited about the jingle bracket. Some people said they I do not agree with Rob. A jingle can be less than five seconds. Mm-hmm. 
there was a whole thread about what jingle should be in there. I think a bunch of listeners have already started compiling jingles. We may have been, we may have dueling uh, jingle. I, I won't die brackets. on the uh, jingle needs to be longer than like uh, three seconds. Yeah. Well, I think you said five last week. That's a long jingle. I don't think that's a five long Manon. jingle. That's like two seconds by Menon. Yeah. Red Robin. Is that the but same? They're all theme? the same. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> So I don't know how you judge those. There's not there's not really a lot to judge there. What what do you like better between jingle, dad joke bracket, um, you know, uh, the the viral trends? What's exciting you here? I think viral trends is fun. I think that the the dad jokes. I feel like that the idea of like will will you laugh? I think is sort of like the you know very quick thing that's going to determine like. Well, should this should this move on or is this is this moving on? We didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. Would we laugh at any? I think that's 10? funny a lot. I don't always. I'm not a huge laugher. Always. So oh a yeah. Lot of I, just I mean say, that oh, is, that's funny. That is true. Uh, you're not, you're not really a. a I wish a, I was a better. A huge I, laugher. Gonna... <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> only if it's. I only laugh if the joke is made by. Uh, me I, or Doctor Mike? Reiterate. Do you recall the joke that caused that response? It, it was a dad joke. <laughs> yes, a doctor dad joke, and not a hilarious yeah. one. With all due no, respect, it just caught me off 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 guard. There, <laughs> it was also like four in the morning, if I remember correctly. Um, I but I but I when I laugh, I go big or I go home. But like I, I think a lot of times, I just say that's funny. Right, I'm not okay. like Josh Wiggler, where I well, could laugh on command at everything. Yeah, will a dad joke uh, cause that response? I think that that would be interesting. Is there another laugher out there? Is that like a Wiggler piece where we should have him come on, a famous laugher? Mm, he could laugh with he, us. Uh, <sighs> Maybe may I don't know. Is that would that help sell it for you? Well, I think we'd need a good laugher on the show. I don't know who else is a good laugher. Like a third laugher. We need a third laugher, I think. Yeah, well, you need a third judge, and then we could have a reader. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we can figure that part out if we need if we need a third laugher. Okay, third laugher. Um, all right, so people Jingle... would listen to it. People would want to hear. Are there are there any are there any good dad jokes that you could tell okay. that dads could tell their kids these jokes if they like any of them? All right, so I'm I'm sort of fast. Tra- We're not putting dad jokes on the wheel. Mm-hmm. But I want to fast track it and see if people have good ideas for next week. And then we will hopefully put it on the wheel next week. Okay. Uh, a jingle, I, 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 to me, it's more, more like a March Madness idea. Like, I'm, ex- I'm fine doing jingles in bracket season or something. Okay, fine. Uh, how about this? I'm not going to cry we, if we don't get the best jingle bracket. No, that's what I'm saying. If, if you were married to it, then, you know, God bless you. But mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, okay. Th- here's an idea. Uh, Robin Akiva, one has to go from Walt. There's a lot of Twitter things were uh, going viral where people say which one of a popular set of things seems to stir debate amongst people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it may be fun. This person may not be in the patron group. It may be fun <laughs> if Robin Akiva end up having debates on the same subjects. Probably do better if you had a strong opinion, opinionated guest for their takes as well. One must go. So it's like, you know, here's Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, and KFC. Which one must go? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about a full one must go episode? Well, didn't we do this as part of game night? Didn't we already have John John's one must go? Well, we were guessing what John John thought must go, mm-hmm. but we didn't ourselves have a bunch of one must goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's really John John's patented idea. Yeah, 
Um, he is Mr. One Must Go. Are, do the you want to do One Must Go? No, I don't think so. I, I like what would be an incredible. Put it this way: What would be like? Oh my God, that's so funny! Like, can you think of any real Sophie's Choice type ideas where it's like, oh, that's brutal? Yeah, Sophia's okay. Choice: Sophia, Blanche, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, Dorothy, or yeah. Rose. One must go. Who's the Southern one? Blanche. Blanche. She's going. Mm. She must go. See, yeah, there could be a controversy. Are you not sending Blanche home? Who must go? Who must go? Um. I think probably Sophia must go. I think the other three, I feel like that Sophia is sort of, uh, that she's only, you know, uh, Dar- she's the funniest one, but she's also, uh, you know, very, like, she's Dorothy She's the funniest one home. I don't know if that's good for a show. I'm sending which one home? The funniest one home, you're saying. Yeah, but they're all funny. Where are they going in the one must go? Like, are they, are they, are they like out of the world? Are they going to hell? Like, I don't think they go to where hell. Where are they going? I think they go into not nothing. To hell. Like purgatory? Yeah, one purgatory. must go to purgatory? Yeah. Okay. So, All right, so look, you I'm not doing that, one like, must go without John John. Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and George. Like, one must go. One must go. Well, don't decide now. We might, we'll save that. But I'm just saying, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Would I want to do that specific one? No. Do you want to do the episode? I, I think the idea is a five or six out of ten. I don't think it's like a, a home run. I don't think it's a dub. Rob, we only put tens on the wheel, okay, baby. Okay, fine. And it's not a ten. Everything we do is a ten. It's Give me four ideas. I'll tell you which one must go. Okay, well, I've given you four, and we did put one on the wheel. So that, um, <laughs> We're going to put two right. more on the wheel, then. Unless, yeah, unless you were playing couple. one must go on the wheel. One must go on the wheel. That's that. That's the new name for the mailbag segment. Every week, one must go on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Is um, that a rule? Do we have to put one thing no, on the mailbag on the wheel? Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Uh, two ideas, very similar. One from Dan Sinensky, One from Danny. Which basically, I he, uh, Dan Sinensky is called Rob and Akiva, but other people or Rob and Akiva need a week off. Where two different people basically do a rejected idea, and Danny's is based. Uh, basically, I think this is like. We don't know if an idea is good or not, and we give it to, say, third wheel Zach and fifth wheel Navi, maybe throw in fourth wheel Ben, mm-hmm. and see like what they what they did with that idea. Like we put one idea in the quote unquote minor leagues and see how they do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a nap episode, mm-hmm. but you know maybe we're giving them uh, some some you know camera time and or, or microphone time, and we'll promote the episode and tweet it out and. You know, it gives gives them some uh, reps off the bench when they're not on this episode. Yeah, or to, this podcast. To me, I feel like that either it goes great and people are like, "Hey, like these guys are better than Robin Akiva," which hurts our feelings, yeah. or it doesn't go great and people are like, "Oh, like hey, bring back Robin Akiva," then you hurt their well, feelings. We'll still be there. We're not going anywhere. They're just like mm-hmm. it's Robin Akiva, but other like they're doing their own sort of standalone like fake pilot or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there was an idea, maybe if, if you found the right idea. Mm-hmm. You don't but think I don't, I don't think you should right do idea. it just to do it. Okay, fine. If there's an idea that they reach out, they're like, we would crush this, then mm-hmm. I would consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, a lot of people, we got a bunch of submissions for us to put the movie Money Plane in the crappy movie diaper. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Money Plane? Uh, it's new movie, right? Frasier is in it. Yes, Frazier, Kelsey Grammer himself. I believe it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. It got just horrific reviews. Fine. Uh, Uprox called it the most important movie of the summer. Now, is that better at Oh, it's a straight-to-VOD movie. 
this is not real. I don't think anybody's attending anything. It really is just crappy movie diaper. Okay, but if we're just putting more stuff in the I mean, crappy I guess it movie could be diaper, better attend. if it's uh, topical now, then it, it almost yeah. doesn't make sense to put it in the crappy movie diaper because then... It's money playing to every topical, though. <laughs> I mean, it's probably topical when it first came out on July 10th. Yeah. Um, all right, here's what uh, the, the Brian Grubb, the Upper X writer, has to say about Money Plan via bullet point. Money Plan is a straight-to-VOD movie about a group of thieves attempting to pull off an explosive casino heist in the sky. It stars Adam Co- Copeland, who is better known as Edge, the WWE champion from the 90s mm-hmm. and early aughts. It also stars, for some reason, Kelsey Grammer as a crime boss known as The Rumble, who growl, growls and shouts through the movie in a performance you must see to believe. Denise Richards and Thomas Jane are in Money Plan. The movie's literally titled Money Plane. He damn near had a heart attack from the excitement. Brian Grubb says, uh, this movie could win the Oscar. There haven't been a lot of movies come out this year. Okay. All right. Uh, so where's uh, Kelsey Grammer on the EGOT? Does he have uh, a Tony? I wouldn't surprise you as a Tony. I, I, I feel like you get Grammer in a Broadway show for two weeks, you kick him out. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You probably get so sick of him if he's not like... It, on Frasier, he is Frasier, so you can't get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's fighting with the director day two. Yeah, you know the unions are getting involved by the second week. Let's but, see what. But here's the thing with this, Grammar okay? Yeah. If if you want to talk about it, I'm cool. Put it on. It's put better attend back on the wheel. I understand what you're saying. And this I is the better attend. But if this comes up in December, then it's it's useless. If it comes up now, it's it, it it's a newly released Netflix movie. I'm I'm 100 percent on the same page as you. I so Grammar has. He might have like a P God. He's got People's Choice. He's got uh, Screen Actors Guild. He's got five Emmys. Jeez, ridiculous. Three for uh, for Frasier. He's got one for uh, the Simpsons role. Um, but no, he doesn't have the got. Yeah, I, I just I don't know if I'm excited about it. I don't know if I'm excited about Money Plan. Like I don't know if it needs a full spot on the wheel, which is better at ten. That's a big commitment to me. Yeah. I like when we talk about the fanatic. Is that the only movie that's really been a better attend, like full spot on the wheel? Um, I believe so. I mean, better attend used to be a thing on the wheel where then we would see the whatever was the lowest rate, and then there were t- turned out to be a lot of uh, loopholes on it uh, in terms of uh, well, let's not do this, let's not do this. Um, but if you want to talk about this movie, I'm fine. I'm I'm happy to talk about Money Plane, but it's just like it it needs I to be on the saying. wheel. I hear what you're saying. It's like the Quibi thing. Like time ran out on the idea. Yeah. Um, I don't need to talk about this movie, but if you were like, I must talk about this movie, I'd say fine. I'm happy with I, it. I do not. But you have to need be leading the way. To talk I'm about not, this movie. I'm not putting. Then fine. Then fine. On the wheel. Okay. You put money. You, uh, All right, I'm not, so not, not going to put, not gonna put it on the wheel. Okay. Uh, any other any other new business that you need to talk about? Uh, I think we're good for now. Okay. Let's uh, let's spin the wheel. Do we want to just update uh, anything with the with uh, we? had a, a whole thing last week about how the punishment council came out with mm-hmm. uh, conclusions. And then it turned out that uh, we got a, a, a uh, official uh, letter from Aisha who mm-hmm. uh, was laughing at us that we had forgotten what the punishments were, yeah. that they were the infractions that we had initially, the, the initially uh, were cited for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. First of all, I feel bad because people are giving the Punishment Council a hard time. It's not their fault. It's our fault, I'm sure. Hey, yeah, but, and, and uh, don't um, give Aisha a hard time. Punishment no, Council, I'm, even, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit okay with that. Uh, but yeah. don't give Aisha a hard time. 
Um, okay, so the three ideas that John John uh, suggested. Well, last can we week, just one push back? Was, can we just for, for the listeners who were as confused yes. as we were? Can we just yes. just re- real quick just rattle through the things that we are being uh, charged with? Yes. Okay. Um, so we selected the Supreme Court justices. Um, they were supposed to be anonymous. Uh, now yes. here's the thing. Here's what I will say for the for the Supreme Court. Okay. Here's what I'll propose, a counterproposal. Yeah. Um, that was an accident that what ha- what happened, okay? That was not an intentional mm-hmm. error. If if the rule is that the Supreme Court justices need to be anonymous, I will happily draw new anonymous Supreme Court justices. Oh, so you're kicking out the Supreme Court. And, if that's and... what the will of the Supreme Court is. Mm-hmm. If it's oh, so important really that they be loyalists. anonymous... I yeah. am very happy to correct my error and and have new anonymous Supreme Court justices. So let me kick that one back to the Supreme Court, okay? <laughs> Look at this guy. He's like a freaking Tyrion Lannister. That's my that's my proposal. So if that if, mm-hmm. if, if if that's such an infraction that they should be anonymous, so I I'm so sorry, Mia culpa, let's have a do-over then. Okay? Let so me correct no the error of my ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the the the, the punish there shouldn't be a punishment from the, the you know uh from the punishment council uh that if if that is if the supreme court yeah you know has such an issue with this then we can mm-hmm. redraw supreme court and keep them anonymous okay let's correct that yes okay uh, our other violation she said was uh as determined in the Mueller investigation that was the addison Mueller investigation yes okay. violated the, the constitution's petition and changing an episode clause as outlined in section 2c wheel episode removal as well as the inclusion of the petition clause created during the ratification Mm-hmm. So basically, we you know we messed up with the uh, with the cat stuff, and the other one was Rob but did Violet's we section. but did we mess up with cat stuff? I think we no, said we, we did we, it. No, this is all incorrect. We did nothing wrong. <laughs> I think we said we would consider it for the wheel. If yes. if 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 yeah. an idea if an idea did not get on the wheel, then people could do a change that petition, and we would reconsider it for the wheel. Yes, and the other one was Rob. And the Violet's issue was I misspoke. I, I misspoke yeah. and said on on a different on, on a different patron podcast. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was not Robin and Community Podcast that, hey, get 500 signatures and we'll, and we'll put it on the wheel. Mm-hmm. I said that on yeah. a different podcast without talking to Akiva. So I, I was wrong to say that at that point in time. Uh, I, the, the other thing was you violated Constitution Section 2.a.i, which is an idea added to the wheel when both hosts agree to it. Because Rob violated constitutional clause writing an idea to the wheel without the consent of his co-host, he must receive what an additional did, what punishment. What idea did I add to the wheel without you consenting? I think they're talking about the cats thing. I think that I think that's the cats thing. I think it's uh, all that, the same so thing. So now I'm being punished for that we added cats to the crappy movie diaper without. I don't know. See, I don't know what anybody's talking about here. And, and then, and then, in terms of the outros, that yeah. The, no, she I, I don't think back. it's in the Constitution what what it's the not. outro music is that uh, we, you should just wants us to play a specific okay, outro. Okay, but we so shouldn't she, be punished for that. That you know, that, that we, we get she to agrees. pick what the outro music is. She, we, she, uh, uh, she agrees. She's she's messing with us. There. Okay. Anyway, um, so the punishments. One of them was wearing Yankee hat, which to me is a total non-starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and there was a debate whether it's just wearing Yankee hat or not, but we don't have to get into that. Uh, the other punishments were we record the Renap theme song in Norwegian before the end of the summer, or we have to make a TikTok about cats that gets 50 likes. Okay. Would either one of the, would you, which one would you choose if you had to do a punishment? TikTok about cats. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to record a whole song. Do you think you could get 50 likes though? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Is that Twitter likes or is that TikTok likes? TikTok likes. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, now, you really, you should have to do it yourself because you violated the, the, you know, you violated two dot a dot i according to according to Aisha. But did I? I don't know. I don't know. So get back to us. Let's let's mm-hmm. put this in the freezer for a few weeks. Okay. Um, the the other thing going on is, um, yeah. If you have any any sort of uh, great memories from the first ninety four episodes of Renap that you think needs to be in the best of, reach out to Shut Up Tim now because mm-hmm. they're putting that together or Lindsay Wilson. Um, and other than that, I think we should spin the wheel. Okay. Also, can I that uh, this was an idea that I had before. Uh, it, it's my wedding anniversary coming up. It's my ten year wedding anniversary coming up. Mm, put on down the wheel Saturday. Rob and Nicole celebrate their wedding on. And uh, I need I, I need ideas on what to do for my for my wedding anniversary. I feel like that uh, you know I'm sort of like well look look it's uh it's pandemic can't mm-hmm. do anything like uh yeah like i like i i am reasonable about like hey like we were gonna we were gonna go on a trip we were gonna do something uh can't do it got a global pandemic uh but i feel like that that's probably not how everybody feels and i know you want to get her what you want to get her a week off of her nap like a one week no renap present uh, that well that would be a great gift i was gonna say that there's no <laughs> chance that my wife listens to two hours into a robin akivanita podcast episode so this would be a great yeah. if people have good ideas for a that's a good question uh, if people have a good idea for what to do for a, you know an anniversary gift like and i kind of feel like that and it, like uh like something like uh some sort of experience i think is probably more uh meaningful than just like a, a thing uh, I don't know what like I don't know what gift to get. You guys her. like sushi? Yeah, we can get sushi, but I don't. That's that's no. Not I was thinking like, what if you have like a sushi sushi chef comes your house? Oh yeah, and, like, that, teach oh, that'll be. Yeah, that's exactly what my wife is wanting a a, a person to, to come in and break our quarantine over here. Oh, you guys a are still human being. I'm the, joking. I'm still yeah. doing it too. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They wear a mask. Listen. I don't have any ideas. I don't know. And, I wasn't as, asking a, for an idea from you. Why? I've been married even longer. <laughs> Who knows? Like maybe I have a, What I did you do for your 10-year anniversary? Ooh, don't remember. I'm asking if the listeners have an idea for me. I understand. I, I still also, have a I few have an days anniversary here. coming up uh, in August, and I've got no plans. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. gonna. I mean, I feel like it's just canceled. I feel like anniversaries. That, that, it's not. It's not going to be just canceled. You can buy a present. I don't think you have to do an activity. Okay. And I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I mean, do you have babysitters? You could go no. to a hotel for a night or two. You can, no, you don't have any babysitters. Listen, she's not going to want to go to a, a hotel. Yeah, my wife either. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about what. Uh, yeah, the, I'm not your I'm like wife, really my wife, boxed in here on it. like what, is, what the options are and then what's going to be uh, like. You can't buy her a nice present. Get her like something maybe nicer than you normally would in a year where you, you, know, you would take if her I out. If I knew what that thing was, like I, a would, ring, I, I would a, look into a, it. An earring, a necklace, a bracelet, tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get know. matching tattoos. Yeah. Um, you should get matching tattoos. That's all what right. she wants. So let's talk about what's uh, eligible for the wheel this week. Season mm-hmm. three, episode seven, not eligible for not eligible for this week. Uh, we have the coin flip, crappy movie diaper, mm-hmm. people's choice, freakiest freak, quibby shows are trash. That's done now, right? Yes, that is dead. Right, let's just get rid of that. Uh, Price is right. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin Akiva have a PR firm. Two men's are trash. Choose yes. your uh, Renap venture. So, mm-hmm. uh, Robin Akiva need a superhero. Uh, the Robin Akiva need a verdict. Uh, the sequel mechanism slash game night AMA based on whatever episode number it is. 
Uh, viral challenge tournament is on the wheel, but not eligible for this week. Now, Akiva, Correct. based on yes. what comes up, there is a possibility that we do need to skip a week here on the podcast. Ooh, between... The skip a week should really be on the wheel. No, nobody likes to skip a week. But just based on your your mm-hmm. schedule and my schedule that you are moving. Yeah. Um, I am potentially getting a week of Big Brother preseason off the ground uh, to be doing yeah. previews of all the Big Brother I think you're going players. on the show. This, I is, also, your, this yeah, is your... I also yeah. have an anniversary on Saturday, which I cannot record an episode. Sounds like you have no plans for, for that, though. You could probably record multiple episodes on Saturday. I probably Saturday. could, but I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid uh, anybody's head exploding over here. Yeah, if, if you did get caught... Uh, recording or nap on your anniversary please tell them so just that putting it's that out Tyson. there let's let's spin the wheel and see uh what what comes up and then we'll talk schedule okay episode number okay. 95 perfect okay here we go yeah it would be 95 questions in the ama if that's what comes up okay game night all right doable you know if we're looking if we're Is looking it? to like okay so we're, if we were looking for an episode that was like easy for us to do in the next couple days obviously we wanted one where it was just me and you a season three episode seven type even though that wasn't Mm -hmm. an option this week yeah game night is doable but tricky it it is a five guest episode right is uh, let's skip the week next week okay okay. Mm -hmm. let's skip the week not have a show next weekend that you're moving it's my anniversary i've got a ton of big brother shows that i need to produce let's get this right and come back with game night in two weeks perfect okay i'm in yeah it's sad is it not that we're skipping a week i feel like i've been podcasting with you from this house for six years should and now i'm gonna be in a new house next re-release time. an old episode for next week is there an episode is there an episode that we should uh just to give people something <laughs> sure um whatever gets most up upvoted in the reddit whichever episode gets most how about that okay so is, is there a, is there a reddit thread of yeah which, our, our official reddit thread starter who, yes who has to start it within 12 hours they have to start a thread about which episode should rob nakiva repost mm-hmm. and yeah, then yes. and then also there should be no episode and then this is a dumb idea <laughs> that might win yeah because well, the the other 93 could split the votes this one is sort of standing alone mm-hmm. yeah okay and maybe you maybe we you and i could record a new intro on an old episode yeah I mean, yes, could, that's do true like, do like that's 10 minutes point. and then uh do uh i like that yeah let's let's do that let's just do let's record a quick intro and then mm-hmm. have a a uh classic episode yeah it could be the royal it would have been perfect the royal rumble with uh melissa denny this week okay all right yeah so akiva if people want to check us out calling the baseball game i thought that was really fun i thought you did a really good fun. job by yourself i thought it was like uh when it was when i first left and it was just you and chester like nobody was even talking about the game uh but well, there, was, there was people who had total like you came in with like a program, you like knew everybody's number and their position. You were like, "I'm going to take this very seriously." Yeah, but then Chester, you took it who, seriously at the end. I took it. I took it seriously most of the way. Chester was on the other you were side like where he's Scully. like, "Yeah." Chester really wanted to just like talk about Survivor. I like who would have <laughs> thought a year ago? Like Rob just wants to do baseball announcing, and Chester wants to talk about Survivor. And then, uh, and then he wanted to, wanted to do more general survivor talk. I think we didn't explain the idea well enough to him because he, he doesn't I, listen. Yeah, he, he didn't I even talk. want. I thought he wanted to talk about like do a baseball preview while the game was on. He wanted to do a baseball preview during the game. Yeah. Um. But you, you know, so I was sort of stuck between my two friends trying to 
you're taking it seriously. He is not really paying attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes talking over each other at the same time. Yeah. It was a little tricky. Well, I was yeah, trying then to you guys left. give the count. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and Doctor Jen left, and then I was I was on my own. It was exciting. I didn't know when the game was going to end because I didn't have the YouTube, uh, yeah. you know, to highlight over. I suppose and then that Peter didn't Lonzo. get uh, re- shared on the uh, Renap subreddit. Yeah, what, no love for thirty two fans on their Renap subreddit. I want a weekly thirty two fans post on their Renap subreddit. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, know. yeah. Um, Is there a thirty two fans? No, it didn't. Honestly, no. There's no thirty two fans. So I mean, there's a there's a WhatsApp group. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so check that out. Uh, lots of sports yeah. going on in the world of uh, 32 fans now. Yeah, we did a fun one uh, this coming. I don't think it'll it'll have dropped when people listen to this, but Chester and I did a fantasy football draft. The 1996 NFL season, we guessed who had a good year. We drafted fantasy teams. It was fun. Hmm. Okay. There you go. All right. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, all, right. all right. So mm-hmm. let us know on the subreddit. Go to Reddit dot com slash r slash r a a n a p if you want to uh find the thread to uh tell us what episode should be re replayed with an intro from from robin akiva which yeah, that's one? a fun idea yeah. when was robin akiva need podcast episode number one i think like august something 2018 mm-hmm. okay so we're coming up on maybe it should be episode you- one I mean, that's now that you say it, you're really putting your what, what did Zach keep saying? Putting your finger on the wheel, <laughs> putting your finger yeah. on the scale, my finger on the scale. Let me see. Uh, 18, well, if it's our when, when's our anniversary? Uh, so Robin, if you need a podcast episode, Do we have to get each other something for our anniversary. Uh, August 18th, 20th. So, so it wouldn't exactly be, be time for uh, our um, it's music videos. No, um, what's music videos? That, that's the anniversary. Oh, no, I'm going no, the opposite direction. That's September 1st. <laughs> yeah. So that August eighteenth was episode number one, and then uh, to go back to the first week of August of last year, uh, it was either from uh, August of twenty nineteen. Uh, we're coming up on uh, oh, the, who's uh, Three's Company season three episode seven? Okay, I don't think that's going to win the vote. Yeah, and uh, millennials killed it the week after that. Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Uh, yes. Does anybody love anything more than Dr. R- Amanda Rabinowitz loves the Renatbot? She loves the Renatbot. Renatbot uh, seemingly getting smarter also. Yeah, the Renatbot is, is doing a good job. It is right now down for maintenance uh, these last few days. But Uh-oh. yeah, the Renatbot is getting smarter. Okay. All right. Anything else, Uncle Kiwi? No, uh, I hope you have a wonderful anniversary. You give me ideas for what I could do on my anniversary. Well, I'll talk to you before then. Yeah, and uh, we'll have it. We'll have a brief 10-minute intro. I like that idea. It'll end up being 45 minutes. That'll be fun. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll thank back in thank two you so much for listening. Night. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, thanks to Melissa Denny. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, you'll hear the sweet sounds of Will from America, the song of the summer. Hope I don't get punished for it. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We've been inside for so long now. I think it's time to get out of town. We could go to Arkansas, see the rock that's little, or maybe Omaha. Let's go put on the sickest barbecue Things might get dicey if the guys start to fight over you So drop the hot dog, put down your vodka in lime Or get the mustard, it's karate time That was the part of the song To use in your TikToks I'm all alone, I've just been sitting here waiting for the 
I'm a beggar, not a chooser. I'm on a losing streak that's worse than the Hoosiers. I can't even tie my shoes. At this point, I've got nothing to lose. Tired of resting, tired of testing. Looking for hotties, but I got into bodies. My phone starts ringing. Start singing. It's the girl that I love, and she wants to try swinging. So I said, That's a great idea. Let's try online dating. She said, She's on board. There will be no debating. So I go back inside. Maybe summer won't be so bad. Maybe I'm the only reason I was ever feeling so sad. I can still make this a fabulous summer, even if maybe I'm a little bit dumber. Virtually, we can still 